All right, guys. So tonight we're talking about masks. That's right. Now, uh, before we get into it, though, who uh, who are your favorite like masked killers? Like like the most iconic ones to you? Uh, um, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, obviously, and uh, Leatherface. Come on, oh, of course, yeah, Leatherface. Duh. <laughs> yes, duh. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to choose to spend a night alone in the dark yeah. with one of them, and you had to survive, who do you think you could survive against? Ooh. Um... I'm gonna go with Leatherface, I think, because I feel like hmm. Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers are like they're unstoppable forces. There's Come nothing on, you can Le- do about Leatherface. You really I think f- you could survive like with could, Leatherface? I feel like I could do something about it. Yeah, that's All my right. answer. His answer Leatherface. is Leatherface. All right. Hey, Mike, why don't you hit the lights? All right, let's do this. No, Whoa, what are you guys doing? No, 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 stop! No, no, no! Turn on the lights. Oh my god, Jay! You used a real chainsaw? Of course I did. You're not going to tell anybody about this, right? What? I said, you're not going to tell anybody about this, right? Um... Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Happy birthday to you! Happy bu- Okay, I'm not going to sing the whole song. Hey, it's Jay's birthday today, guys. What's up? Hey, Jay. It's he my is, birthday. Happy is, birthday, buddy. He is 37? Close to it. Close, close. <laughs> well, welcome close. to episode 17. Of oh, the he's, bu- se- he's 17. Welcome to... Yeah. <laughs> I can go see R-rated movies now. <laughs> with, welcome With to the- your mom. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't you have to be 18 before you go see it alone? Uh, Yes, you do. Yeah. Where are we, Michael? Welcome to the Buzzkiller Podcast, episode hey. 17. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. That's the birthday boy. That's, that, that, That's yeah. me. Oh, you're so handsome. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Well, <clears throat> before, before we get into anything else, we have uh, we have birthday shenanigans to get to real quick. Oh, geez. We're going to do this? Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yes. Okay. A little shotski. Yeah, and, we're uh, doing a little birthday shot for, uh, for Justin's... Birthday shots! <laughs> <laughs> Still don't have the good music. No. Nope. All right. Um, well, we're doing a little uh, uh, vanilla Crown Roy Crown Royal here. Crown Royal. Crown Royal with cheese. Mm. <laughs> this, hey, this, this, have you had this vanilla have, stuff? I Happy have birthday! Never. And here's to at least good. five more good years. All, All right. right, at least five more good episodes. Here we go. <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh yeah, that goes Ooh. down smooth. That is, that is really good. It tastes like uh, Crown Royal. It does. Vanilla. With vanilla in it. Exactly what it's described as. I could put that in my cereal. It would be A-OK. It's kind of woodsy on the end, huh? (laughs) Woodsy. No, seriously, you you get that? It's got that hot sea flavor. Wait, 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 this is how we talk about our beer we drink for each other. Sorry. I I skipped ahead. So I got to say, I went out last night for Jay's birthday and closed the bar out on a weeknight. I haven't done that probably since I was like 24. What are you talking <laughs> mid about? Twi- Mid-20s. I think we just stopped doing it like last year. No. It's been longer than that. It's been years. <clears throat> though. It's been years since I did it. Oh my God. I'm not that age anymore. <laughs> we, we spent a good deal <laughs> good of our... Good Lord. We spent a good deal of our 20s in the bars. 
Oh, oh, the bar uh, scene. Bar scene was strong with, with these ones. <laughs> most, not really. I, mostly just karaoke. We, in pretty much any place we could go to karaoke. And Justin, who was the finest karaoke host in all of the land, uh, you're hey, a gentleman. Basically, don't just count go wherever. Him, don't he, count him out yet. He's still got a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Jay's got a couple more weeks. Moving his, into uh, retirement. Yeah, he's uh, Have retiring. Have a birthday. From, become an old man, and time to retire. That's out of right, stuff. man. Got that it's AARP time. card in the mail this morning. <laughs> Woke up with a full head of gray hair. It's awesome. <laughs> time to pack it in. Can't do the late nights anymore. So. So we're recording this at 9 a.m. right now, actually. <laughs> we're out to catch an early bird special after this. We're going to make gold, it Golden brunch. Corral. <laughs> golden Corral. <laughs> got our coffee. At least it's not Denny's. We're not that old yet. We, golden Corral is like the midlife crisis breakfast place. <laughs> no, it's just old people, right? Golden Corral? It, I've never been to a Golden Corral. Oh, dude. Buffet. For days, <laughs> Faith for days. Oh, it's got. I'm pretty sure they got. They they like that's the place with the with the real top notch, like early bird special. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. The old people love it. Geezers. So is this a podcast about? So, food so what are we drinking? <laughs> what are we drinking today, James? Well, let me tell you, James. Uh, today, okay. So we're we're talking about masks, and here's the thing. It's pretty hard to find a beer that has anything to do with masks. We, yeah. I I realize there there's like lucha libre beer. Yeah, but where the hell are we supposed to find that? Uh, we can, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Uh, probably not. We far north. <laughs> right, right. That's good. Yeah. So um, I'm perusing the aisles at our local establishment. I came across another Michigan beer. Go oh, figure. Look at that. Well, we've had and we've had this one before. Uh, this beer. Well, the company. This, uh, this, uh, this company. Uh, the, yeah, we did Devil Dog by Roke Brewery yes, uh, during our Killer Animals episode, and today we are doing Chestnut Head. And we're talking about masks, and and it, the we're kind of looking at this as though like if you we'll put a picture up of the packaging, but yeah. this guy on the front he lo- he actually looks like like I wouldn't want to come across this dude. Out oh in the no, woods. he's no. pretty creepy looking. <laughs> it's pretty and creepy. Eating, and he's eating a tree, so it's he's a, always pretty crazy. I think he's lick what he's doing. He's licking the maple. Oh, is the that maple what he's doing? syrup that's coming out of the tree. He's licking it very kind of sensually. Give him that tree. He give him that but he's tree. very he's very creepy looking. Chestnut head. This is a handcrafted chestnut maple porter. So I kind of came up with like a backstory for this guy since we're we're talking about masks and uh, I, it's not a very well thought out backstory. I just did it a minute ago. So this guy, uh, the story is he. Uh, we're gonna call him. Uh, What's a good name? You got a good name? This is a stupid story. Chestnut head. Huh? <laughs> Call him well, Chestnut Well, no, he became Chestnut. So this, no, okay. his so name this is, young his man. Chester. This young man was in a... And since it's, since Chester. His name is Chester. Yeah, his name is Chester Winfield. And uh, he uh, he came... Since we're in the holidays with um, chestnuts roasting over an open fire. Christmas holiday... Uh, Christmas season. So he... This young lad was in a horrible uh, chestnut roasting accident when he was just a, a kid, and he was horribly deformed, and the only thing that made him feel better was maple syrup. So now you can find him late nights. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, felt I have, like I have I no a, words for this. <laughs> I, now, you can, now you can hear him. If you listen closely, if you walk out into the woods, you can hear him centrally licking the so, maple syrup so <laughs> the only from the trees. So, so really, the only, the, the only things that need to be afraid of him are like chestnut trees getting molested by chestnut <laughs> No, maple trees. <laughs> or maple trees. Well, no, but he, he kills the woodsmen who come and try to make maple syrup out of the, the sap from the trees. Because that's what his. The, what do the maple syrup guys ever do when they're not killing the trees? They're trying to take his his stock, so he's killing them. Well, bloody! Right. I, I think I can hear him licking the tree now. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I felt like listen, I felt like because this was a hard this was a hard one to find a beer for and we found this, I felt like we needed to justify it in some hey, way. So I gave the guy a backstory, Mike. You Do you have a problem with it? You don't need to justify it to me. You're sitting here looking at me like I'm stupid. Wow. When hey, did you come up with a backstory for Chester Winfield? You no. know, I let you pick the beer one week. Okay. <laughs> Mike had to go get his hair cut, right. so I had to pick up the fancy beer this week instead it, of the utility beer. If this is your first time listening and you're like, man, these guys' backstories on their beer suck, <laughs> go listen to a, a previous episode because it's st- they, they still generally suck, but they're, they're better a little bit. Listen, I think... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I liked, I liked my Chester Winfield story, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I did too, but I was just, you know... Unhappy birthday you know to what? you. Hey. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a bottle opener? <laughs> um, yeah. While you guys are looking for a bottle opener and opening your beers, uh, I'm going to read what's what's on the back of this. So this is uh, Chestnut Head Handcrafted Chestnut Maple Porter from Roke Brewery in Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, Chestnut Head was inspired by our mad love of Michigan winters. Brewed with roasted chestnuts and maple syrup straight out of the Michigan woods, it will be sure to keep you warm. This porter, with its sweet maple aroma and lingering nutty finish, is best paired with a crackling fire and good friends. So crack open a chestnut head porter and embrace the wild Michigan winter. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love a good lingering nutty head, too. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, did you try this I and did. fail? I did, yeah. They're... Uh, well, the... Oh, look at that. Look at that. Right here, mm-hmm. do them all then. Um, <clears throat> Uh, so, uh, I do love a good Michigan winter, don't you? Hey, look at that. Don't you? I do, I do. A lot of people... Uh, we got snow today. First we, time. Uh, jeez. Well, we got snow. Snow. We got snow and it ended poorly. Uh, there was a huge, like, 40-car pileup <laughs> on 96 today. He just, he just unscrewed the opener from the wall. I just took my wall bottle opener off. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to go upstairs to get the other one, so. He just literally ripped his bottle wall opener. It's my birthday. Uh, off, it's his birthday. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, f- first first snow, and typically in Michigan here, we 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 do pretty well in the in the snow. But there was a 40, 40 car pileup on ninety six today. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. And it, I I think there were some fatalities too, unfortunately. Oh, really? So yeah, so it's um that's pretty bad start to yeah, the season. Yeah, it's a black ice. Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, I, uh, my father in law said that six ninety six today. There was a yep. section of it that was just couldn't even tell it looked like yep. a normal dry road and he said it was like a sheet of ice so yeah. pretty scary stay well, so, stay safe out there guys onto onto happier tales of movies with bloodshed yep absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh cheers gentlemen uh yeah let's try this out mm. oh that's good mm. it's delicious it's really chestnuts good. roasting on an open fire <laughs> yummy it's good <laughs> Chester Winfield licking on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. So, <clears throat> so, hey, do you have any corrections from last week? I do. I do. We usually have some because we're dumb. Okay. So, uh, correction number one. Uh, Vito pointed this one out to me. <clears throat> oh, Vito Power. Vito Power. Our buddy Vito Power, who will be on the show. Sometime soon. Later this month. Will be. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, so I said there was the Scorpion King was the third Mummy movie. Oh. There was most definitely a third Mummy movie. Actually. That I didn't even know existed. I have to call out, uh, Carney texted me about this too. Yep. Our buddy Carney said the exact same thing. Yep. So there is, uh, yeah. It's called The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor and it's starring Bruce, uh, Bruce Lee, uh, Jet Li. I had no idea you know this what? movie I've actually, existed. I've actually seen this movie. 
Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but I don't know. But the, if that says anything, like, I completely forgot yeah. that I... Like, when he was describing it to me, I go, Oh, is this the movie with the... There's, like, uh, the Terracotta Warriors? Okay. You know, the Chinese... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ter- there's a scene with those. Oh, and, well, that makes sense. And uh, I completely forgot about it. But, yeah, that's so that's the third Mummy movie in that. Hellboy, Hellboy 2 did the whole terracotta warrior type thing better. Just putting that out there. Did they do a terracotta warrior? It was like gold and army warriors. Oh, that's so not terracotta warriors at all. Well, <laughs> shut up. Um, uh, you made fun of me last week. I, as I often do. Saying that I said there was a guy with a tool making bricks in the beginning of From the Dark. And you go... <laughs> Did and, you really find you, out how they you, make bricks? And you go, well, the, yeah, that's how they make bricks. That is not how they fucking make bricks, Well, then James. how do they make bricks? There's a process and an oven, and they use special materials, and they grind them up, and then they add water to them. And then they have, like, a big so machine they, that shakes so they, them. So they grind stuff into dirt? And then add water to make it into mud, and then they put it in a kiln to make it into bricks? Yeah, but you said they get it out of the ground. You asked me how else they do it. Dirt does come from the ground, Michael. They don't just cut it out of the ground, James. I'm going to just, we're just, <laughs> we're, we're going to agree that I'm right on this one still. <laughs> All right, um, uh, and the other one, actually, do need to correct you on something that you thought you were completely right about last week. What? Um, remember how we were talking about Creature with the Black Lagoon? That, this is my correction. Screw you. Oh, whoa. Hey. hey, do you remember how we were talking about Creature from the Black Lagoon? Are you going to tell me how they didn't ah, have a tank in the back? Stop it. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, okay, yeah, there was, there was no tank in the back. I said that there was a tank in the back of the suit. The dorsal hump didn't exist. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, I'm thinking of pictures. He doesn't even have a hump. What I was thinking about, <laughs> what I was thinking about, uh, was actually somebody had explained to me. This was in my early life, so I was just a dumb, stupid little kid. But somebody had explained to me about how there was, because uh, he, the actor, had to breathe through a tube at certain times, and. Uh, in the first movie, the suit was designed to hold all of the air in. Yeah. So there was never any bubbles or anything coming out. If you if you watch the movie Revenge of the Creature, mm-hmm. which is the second in the tr- in, in played, the trilogy, same guy played both. His name is uh, Riku Browning. R- Rico. Riku. No, it's R I C O U. Riku. I'd still say it's probably Rico, right? I don't know. I don't know. That no. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, in the second movie. <clears throat> they didn't. They didn't put so much care into the design of the of the 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 creature suit, and you can actually see in several shots where like <laughs> there's there's a part where his face is up against a, a window because they have him, him in captivity, mm-hmm. and there's just bubbles streaming out of the top of the. Well, I the haven't helmet. seen it, so I can't comment on that. But I know the guy that played him, Riku Browning. Yeah. Uh, he would sometimes hold his breath for four minutes at a four time. Four minutes, yeah. He was a professional, a professional uh, diver, diver yeah. yeah. And he would hold his, but he, in the first movie at least, he uh, he put so much care into it. He didn't want there to be bubbles because it wouldn't be realistic. Right. And so he would do all the action, and everything, while holding his breath for like sometimes for like four minutes at a time. It's but, insane. But the, in the second movie, if you watch it, there there actually are bubbles just streaming right out of okay. the top of the head. It's kind of it kind of takes away from the the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, do you have any more? Did you know there was a third? Oh, yeah. In the Okay. Yeah. The the it's third the, one's weird because they take him and they make him into an air breather. Yeah, I heard he's more like a man than he is a, like a creature. And he's like all big and bulky. I don't... Yeah, I've heard that's the, the... I haven't seen any of them, but it, I've heard that's the worst of the of the three for well, sure. I imagine, yeah. yeah. Um, um, that was my only correction. Was just um, uh, Well, my other one, we had talked about the movie The Gate, and I said that they listened to a record, and there's like incantations on the record yeah. that, bring, that opens like the portal to hell. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they just listen to it. I just wanted to be more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
more correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they listen to it backwards, like the old 80s things that they used to say about, like, uh, oh. Twisted Sister Records or whatever, and they listen to the record backwards. I thought backwards. that's what you meant the whole time. <laughs> oh, no, I just had they played I guess it. I, that's just yeah. what I had in my mind, because that's what, oh, that they, was the... Yeah, they listened to it backwards. That was the and, rumor and, about and, a lot of records, like the Beatles. Yeah. Like, if you listen to it backwards, it said... So. It said, all the uh, Ozzy Osbourne records. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the one that Paul is dead? Abby Road, yeah, if you listen yeah. to Paul, Paul is, is dead. dead. Paul is dead, mate. <laughs> Why are they Australian? <laughs> Why do you have a guitar, Justin? Because <laughs> it's the Buzzkill Podcast and we got the news. <laughs> With Kim, Mike, and Justin, what have you got to lose? We're here every Sunday and we drink lots of booze. The Buzzkill Podcast News. That's yeah, it. that's right. No. I did come in with a harmony on the end of that. Um, I, just Jay. To, I just decided to throw that ditty together in the last five seconds for you. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's sitting here sitting here at the computer with a guitar. I'm like, why is he sitting there with a guitar while we're recording? <laughs> well, that was why, folks, because he was coming up with our can, news ditty. He can rap. He can make beats. He can sing. He, pretty, he can drink booze, he, the best of he them. He pretty much just brings the world together through music and... Uh, and everything. If you ever need someone to, like, sew a, a hole in your pillow or sheets or something, <laughs> or, like, a sweater, I, I'm your guy. Jay's your guy. Really. He's, yeah. not gonna, just, he's not going to patch the hole. He's going to sew the hole <laughs> into the pillow. <laughs> All right. What do you got uh, in the news, Michael? Uh, quite a bit, so let's get through it quick. Um... Chucky 7 production office is open, which yes. means they are either in production now or they're going to be starting very soon. So that's fantastic news. Right on. So new Chucky movie soon. have to imagine that's going to be in the can pretty quick and edited and, and out. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. <clears throat> uh, Mike Flanagan, uh, who just did the recent Ouija movie, did uh, Hush and Oculus. You know, uh, can I can I say something real yeah. quick? And I, I never knew this. I... <laughs> It's, it's, it should be no secret at this point. We listen to Beyond the Veil po- Horror Podcast. And I also listen to um, Laughing Horror Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they call it Ouija. And they've actually and they've actually said before, like, they'll hear somebody else pronounce it Ouija. And they'll be like, thank you for pronouncing it Ouija. I think you're supposed to say it Ouija. I, I've heard people say it or Oeji or Oeja. I've heard like they've been pronounced. Like where they actually pronounce the O like Oeja? Right. right. You, really? you kids in that Oeja board. Oeja. <laughs> that sounds like something from far like somebody from Fargo. Well, all I have to say to that is we G James, I don't care. Oh, alright. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I, I, I just I, Hey, that, we, okay. that's a, we can keep that joke. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> hey. I, like, I like that one. Mike made a good joke. We need to make a drop for when Mike actually comes up with a good joke. We'll never use it. <laughs> we'll use it once a year. <laughs> anyway, um, so Mike Flanagan, though, uh, it just signed on to do uh, a new movie for Sony called Inherit the Earth, which is a take on a comic book series from uh, IDW Publishing. Oh, yeah. And uh, essentially, it's a team of robots that must protect... Uh, hold on, right here. Must protect... Uh, and clone a lone surviving human baby and so it's like essentially you have and, and the zombies are craving meat and mm-hmm. this is the last human alive on earth and the robots i guess are trying to protect the human from zombies and it's a really weird so premise. everybody on cool earth though. is a zombie except for this one i guess he's the, this baby are is they, the very last human being on earth and so the, the are, are they all gonna are, share this one little baby i don't well they're zombies i'm not sure they thought that far ahead well <laughs> Do they you know, can smell it probably. So so they're so the the robots are are supposed to find this baby and clone it to make yes. more humans. Yes. But that's just more food for the zombies. If you think about it, 
I don't like this idea because I love babies, but <laughs> well, <laughs> if you just if you just gave them the baby, all the zombies would die out. Yeah. And then and then the and then the robots well, the, could would, inherit the well, earth. Well, I don't think the zombies die if they don't eat. I think they just want to eat. Well, no, they rot eventually, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't I've matter. never seen a movie. I've never seen a movie where the zombies didn't have anything to eat. Let's make a movie, zombie movie with no humans. Uh, just zombies walking around. Yeah. That'd be so entertaining. They'd be <laughs> so, uh, bumping into each other. It's like zombie <laughs> bumper car for an hour and a half, yeah. and then they all just drop dead. Well, deader. Um, awesome. Well, I've um, got uh, uh, God Particle. Did you know that God Particle was actually pulled from the release schedule uh, at some point? Yes. This yeah. must have just happened within the past couple weeks, huh? Uh, well, I from my because as of like three or four weeks. Well, ago, do you want to tell? Still... Do you want to tell the good people listening to the show what the God Particle? Yeah, is? Yeah, God Particle was supposed to be the uh, like the third installment in the Cloverfield. Yeah, and uh, they announced that a couple weeks ago. First, I ever heard of God Particle was from a couple weeks ago, and they said this is going to be the next chapter. Right, and then it was pulled from the release schedule. Well. But now Paramount Paramount tweeted out today, uh, I think today, today or yesterday, that that they that they are releasing the quote unquote Cloverfield movie on October twenty seventh. They didn't say specifically God Particle. They just said Cloverfield movie. Hmm. So there still is going to be a Cloverfield movie coming out. Okay. But they're for some reason they're not specifying whether or not it's actually God Particle. Interesting. So it's confusing people. So it's there's just, a whole uh, lot of tomfoolery going on. Yeah, it's not really it's not really news so much as it is uh, just mystery. Yeah. I mean, it could all just be hype. Mystery and intrigue. Mystery and intrigue. Hmm. So yeah, that's kind of it for that one. Hmm. What do you got? What else? Uh, you got? They're remaking <clears throat> Housebound. They're remaking yep. Housebound. New Line is remaking Housebound with the original creator uh, John Stone to produce. Hmm. That's just stupid. It's already in English, so there's no there's no language barrier they need to get over. Do they just do people not like hearing Kiwi accents? Are are people in the Americas that? Dude, a New Zealand Come accent on. is the the finest Plus, accent in the world. They'll as never. Far as I'm if you've concerned. never seen Housebound, it's about a girl who uh, has to live with her parents because she's on house arrest and the mm-hmm. house is haunted and yada yada yada. Yeah. The, what makes that movie great is is the Kiwi humor though. Yeah. It's. Perfect for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They will never They're recreate They're never going to capture that. Uh, it, it just, it's just Ameri- not going to happen. Americans aren't funny, let's face I'm, it. I'm calling poo-poo on this right now. <laughs> poo-poo. I'm, I'm calling that. poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> Was that poo-poo? Uh, <laughs> stupid. Um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors remake is going ahead with production. Yeah, I'm okay with nice. that. I'm actually really okay with that. I'm kind of... It's been as long, long as, enough. There hasn't been another <clears> one recently. It's There's been enough time to where they can do it, and it's been remade before. As long as the... Rick the, Moranis one's not the original either. Uh, no, no, that was, uh, that was a remake. Yeah. But, uh, well, if we know anything about remakes of remakes, it's that they suck, a.k.a. House of Wax, 2005. <laughs> True. Um, and The Thing. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Oh, and yeah. the... Well, you haven't seen it. No, I'm lost so for I've heard, that but I've heard terrible things about it. <laughs> uh, I'm just worried that they're going to try... Like, I, I, I picture... I picture them. Um, what's the what's the plant's name? Uh, Seymour. No, Seymour. No, is, no, no. Yeah, is uh, it Ma- uh, uh, Maurice? No it's, no, it's something. No, what is oh, it? God. Oh, it's a. Oh, oh my God! It. I know <laughs> it. I know it. I know it. What? Uh, either way. In, anyway, I'm worried that they're. While I'm talking, why don't you yeah. look it up? Uh, I'm worried that they're gonna make it CG. Oh, guaranteed they will. Guaranteed they will. That that right there, I'm out. I'm that ruins it for me. I don't want to see a CG. 
plant. Like the whole the whole reason that Little Shop of Horrors was awesome. Audrey was, Jr. Audrey Jr. Yeah. There you Aud- go. Audrey. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Rick the, Moranis no, one of those perfect. Yeah, so. the the CG's the CG plant the CG Audrey Jr. I'm not I'm not into that. Yeah, I know. Though I'm, I'm okay uh, with it though, because I feel as though back in 2012, though uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in talks to do the role of Seymour, though, which would be pretty cool. Uh, to, uh, anything he does, because he's a badass. But I think I, I could see him also playing like a good sort of, you uh, like nerdy outcast. Yeah, you know, I can so, absolutely see it. He's a good singer too, so that would make sense. Yeah, it's absolutely. A it will be a musical again. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Um, okay, so uh, you know how they made a. Try uh, a trilogy prequel series to the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, these new ones with uh, oh, they're all kind of Franco. separate, I guess. Well, yeah, James Franco Franco's was in one of, one of them. Uh, yeah. So they're doing that to another iconic series. Wasn't now. Uh, Mark Wahlberg in one? Mm, if he was in the third, no, he's in the first one. Third one hasn't come out yet. Mark Wahlberg was in the first. Was one. Was he? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know the new one, the third one has yet to be released. Um, anyway, they're doing this for another. Beloved series now in yep. Escape from New York. Really, they're making a prequel series. The only information that they that they have released at this point is that Snake Plissken will not have an eye patch yet. So we're gonna find out why he was in jail and his whole backstory. And apparently, they're, they're doing three movies out of it. So. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know how I feel the, about it. The main question, the only thing that no, matters. No, John Carpenter has nothing to do with it. At least, well, as no, of now. Well, the, the, the one thing that matters is does John Carpenter give his blessing? I don't think he gives a shit. As long as he gets <laughs> a paycheck, he'll be happy. You smell about, that? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like poo poo. I don't know, man. That's. I that's no, I'm not going to pass yeah. judgment. It might be awesome. I mean, who knows? It's. So, uh, last thing I've got a couple of Scream Factory releases coming up. Um. Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3 coming out January uh, 17th, which (laughs) Slumber Party Massacre 2 is one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. I'm excited for it. I just wish that it wasn't a split disc. I hate split discs. Oh, is it a split disc? Yeah, yeah. Right on. And and Scream Factory does that a lot because, let's be honest, these titles probably wouldn't sell great on their own. So when you put them together, there's more of an entry. You're getting two movies for one. I get it. They're putting so much money into everything else. I know. And and for me, as a collector, though, I... I love having yeah. the individual movies. Like I, I've, I've mentioned before, like my collection. Like some people collect art, right? Yeah. And to me, like when I'm putting new movies on my shelf and each individual spine, it's like, it. It that sounds really, really dumb, but it's like each new spine's like a brush stroke in the painting that I'm putting in my room. Oh, that, that makes was, sense. That was beautiful, man. Right? Like it is. No, seriously. <laughs> I, that's how I look at it. So I like the. I'm also a design guy too, so I mm-hmm. love the care it's put into individual releases. Like yeah, for sure. Give that movie <clears throat> its its credit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. This is how I I hate I I hate I have one split disc in my collection and that was the Halloween two and three because Vito convinced me to buy it because for some reason he didn't think that Halloween three was ever sold on its own. No. I come to come to realize that was a really dumb thing for me to believe. <laughs> um, we didn't know it was an early buy, but uh, I see it. It drives me crazy in my collection still. Yeah, have you ever seen Slumber Party Massacre two? No, I actually haven't. I've always wanted to. It though. is just They've the always been on my radar. It's just crazy. Like the dude, because the the guy that comes to kill the the chicks at the slumber party, he's like this greaser looking dude with the slick hair and the leather jacket and the drill that he uses. It's a guitar. The guitar, yeah. It's like a guitar <laughs> with all these like spikes coming off of it and stuff. And then the end is a drill. 
and there's a musical number in the movie. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's that sounds re- incredible. It's really something, man. Something like, like, def- like right up my alley. Oh, it's super, it's w- right, right up, right up your alley, man. Yeah. yeah, definitely watch it as soon as you I get this Scream Factory release, in fact. Uh, the other two that are coming out, uh, Firestarter is coming out March 14th. Firestarter! Twisted Firestarter! That's it. That's all we got. Um... And also Robocop 2 and 3 are nice, coming out nice. March 21st. So be on just, the lookout for those. I'm kind of bummed that those are coming out on blue. Not that not that I need them on blue, but I just bought a uh, recently a cool trilogy <clears throat> of Robocop 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And it comes in this sweet box. Hence, for, the, hence the name trilogy. The trilogy. Yeah. When, when you take it out of the box, so the way that the, the insert unfolds, it unfolds into like a big Robocop. Like, oh, really? Like, it, looks like a, it looks like a big cross. Oh, that's oh, cool. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. I love packaging. I'm weird. Um, <laughs> He's big on packages. He just so, loves packages. <laughs> I love a good package. He just loves a good um, package. So my last bit of news here is they released the trailer for the new Tom Cruise Mummy movie. I didn't watch it yet. Um, I watched the teaser trailer I, the day after we recorded the last episode, and now I will watch the actual trailer the day after we record this one. My thoughts on how that movie looks are the same as last week, and I'm just like, blah on it honestly it yeah. looks what it looks like to me is mission impossible 6 the mummy that's what that's what <laughs> it looks like to me because there's the action scenes are like, there's a part in the trailer where the, the, the plane's going down and tom cruise catches the girl and the, there's a big hole in the side of the plane and he just looks at her dead in the eye pulls her parachute cord and she gets ripped out of the plane it's like a, i can just i can just see like like they're flying around he pulls it she gets whipped out and he looks goes dun Dun, 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 I'm a mummy. I'm a mummy. That's just what it looks like, though. And, that, and it's like, and, uh, it reminds me of Air Force One. Get, get, off, get off my plane. Because that's what he does right before he, <laughs> yeah, he, does, you're he right. pulls the dude's shoot. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not man, sold on it. I don't know I'm really about not. that remake. I'm okay it's... with Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise in every single movie, though. He's yeah. like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Um, To go hand-in-hand uh, hand with this news, though, is... Originally, Universal had said that Dracula Untold was the beginning of their reboot series uh-huh. to do this like Universal uh, Cinematic Universe monster movie thing. So they're well, kind of they, they're kind of taking it like an, it's like a, they're making the whole universe because they want everything to be interconnected. Yes, like Marvel. Yes, but that's the whole reason why they're doing it is because Marvel's so successful. Yeah, it's a little but dodgy. They have said now um, they cleared up. They I don't know if they cleared anything up or if it was a new question, but they basically said that Dracula Untold is not part of it now <laughs> is it they, because it was such a yeah, bomb i think they realized that it's absolutely awful and the end i haven't seen it but from everything that i've heard the guy that plays the dracula is not very convincing and so this is a way for them to distance themselves from him to have to reprise the role <clears throat> they can just exit out as a standalone movie and start fresh now so really yep so they're just backpedaling basically yeah i don't and, think they have a solid plan down and honestly it's like the dc cinema like extended universe where it's kind of a mess like Marvel has this thing down. Everybody, everybody else who tries to do it, though, it just seems like nobody can really get their their shit together to make it work. You know, it's just I don't th- I I don't see this Universal reboot thing going well, well because there's a reason people there's a reason people love the original uh, Universal monster movies and it and it has like there was no Flash, there was no uh, you know it, mm-hmm. it was it was all about ten tension and substance and and, and about and, the actual characters themselves not right. a multi-million dollar actor exactly that, you know, like don't don't try and make it into a, a, a which that being said though i know like bella lugosi and chaney those guys are big actors i understand sure. they were in it but they were even those actors were more about the characters than they were themselves exactly they know? played the parts the way the parts needed to be yeah. played it's a, it's just i like you said uh 
this is just they're basically they take it they're taking a big action star and, and kind of crafting the movie around what he can do not to mention they could save a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of everything else and do the whole cinematic universe in one shot and just remake monster squad oh monster squad I mean, it is. It's all of them what a good together movie. in one movie. <laughs> Have you ever seen Monster Squad, Jay? Nope. Oh, it's oh, so dude. good. I watched it for the uh, probably for the second time, like last last year. Yeah. And it was uh, I watched it once when I was a little kid, and once when I was I, I may have when I was younger. Old. It's the movie that's like Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> oh, I'm having trouble so remembering. Good. I actually saw it for the first time as an adult, maybe three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I had not seen it when yeah, I was a kid. It's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't watch it more as a kid because that was, yeah. I mean that's like that's as good as it gets. I was too as busy. far as gateway horror goes. Yeah, well, which like we were, I said, like what we were talking about. Yep. So anyway, I think uh, Joseph. I think that does it for the news. Guitar. It's Buzzkill Podcast News. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, man. Yep, I like it. That was kind of like swampy. It was a little swampy. Yeah, like. Like the I, I got nothing. Um, You're swampy. I got something. I'm, I'm swampy. <laughs> Mike brought over this fantastic uh, gentleman Jack oh, for my I birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, Mike's, go. Mike's out shining me. I just brought little tiny shots for everybody. <laughs> and uh, so I let everybody try a little sip of this. Just a little one just though, because it's yours. Um, I guess I'll take yeah, the other. Since you said it's my first birthday, sip. <laughs> goes to hand it to me because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, hey, Michael. Oh, hi, James. Well, uh, what did you watch this week? Oh, uh, what did I watch this week? I watched, uh, you were, what am I going to start with? Um, okay, I'll start with this one. <clears throat> I, uh, I'm diving into the sequels to From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, yeah? I'm not sure if this was a wise decision <laughs> upon uh, watching number two, Texas Blood Money. Um, it's interesting. Uh, it's not. It's not the greatest movie oh. in the world. It's definitely a lower budget sequel to a bigger, bigger movie. You uh-huh. know? Uh, that being said, though, there are some redeeming factors. It was directed by Scott Spiegel. Uh, Scott Spiegel is one of the original Evil Dead crew guys. Uh, he was a producer on the, the original. He co-wrote <coughs> Evil Dead Two with Sam Raimi, and he directed one of my favorite low budget horror flicks, Intruder. Um, it's, that's the most, one where it takes place in a grocery store, mm-hmm. and like Sam, uh, uh, I think it's Sam Raimi gets his head sl- uh, in, caught in a meat slicer. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I think I think it's I think it's Sam Raimi. Uh, I think it's Sam. Oh, um, maybe corrections. I, maybe yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. I know that he's in it. I think it's his character that gets it. But anyway, uh, it's starring Robert Patrick as the lead. Uh, Robert Patrick. Bob Patrick. Bob Patrick. Man, I love uh, me some Bob Patrick. Danny Trejo's in it. Bruce Campbell's in uh, in the opening scene, at least. That was fun to see. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Ooh. Mamacita. Kelly Kapow. Uh, yeah, she was. She's in. She's in the opening scene with Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a fun movie. When it's was this? When did this 99. come out? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. It's essentially. Uh, it's a bunch of. Bank robbers, they go to pull off a heist, and guy car breaks down. He walks into the titty twister, and then vampires happen. So it's the <laughs> exact same plot. But it doesn't, play, it doesn't. It doesn't take place in the bar, though. It takes place in the bank. They're trying to rob, and then like the and then what leads up to that. Oh, okay. So the bar scene is only a small portion of it, which I thought was actually kind of smart. Separate it to not make the same movie again. The f- so uh, man, I'm kind of I'm kind of <laughs> recalling when you and I watched uh, when we started to watch the series. Yeah. Wasn't there a similar scene where they were in a bank at one point? Did they kind of did they kind of wrap the first two movies into the first episode of the series? 
Uh, I don't think so. They might have mentioned something, but I don't. I remember I don't them recall. being in a bank for some reason. They uh, might have. They it, might it, have it taken from matter. it. We they can, might have taken from yeah, it. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it was good. Uh, Can B came back for the effects. So the effects were cool, with the exception of when the uh, when the vampires get killed and they melt. It's really, really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. It's almost like KMB wasn't around for it, so they had like, like, you know, Joe Schmo down the street just mix up some dish soap and pump it through a. Like, you know, like, a, I don't know. Yeah, just let Joe do it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, like I said, it was just a very okay movie. That's, yeah. that's what I can say about it. Okay. So, what about you? Uh, well, I'm looking at my list here and I really only, uh, I watched, um, one, two, three, four, five. I watched five movies in the last few days, but only one of them doesn't really have to do with our tofu You watched for the day. more than me for the first time. I, I think, know. Ever. Look at that, dude. Where, where did you find the time? I was, I was literally... Did you, did you lock your family in a closet so no. that you could have time? To- <laughs> I watched I watched two movies last night, and I was literally walking around doing chores in my house with my phone in front of me like this, nice. watching, uh, <laughs> watching movies on Shudder. So, um... Uh, one of them I didn't feel too bad about doing chores while I was doing it because I've seen it before, which was uh, Behind the Mask. Ah. Um, well, I'll, st- I'll I guess I'll go into this one because it doesn't have to do with the tofu. I watched um, Pontypool finally. Oh, okay. Um, I've been hearing a lot about that recently on other shows. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that will go unnamed. <laughs> um, no, no, no uh, I, yeah, they've I've, been talking I've, about it a lot. I've though. had this movie in my queue for years on Netflix because it's been on Netflix forever. And I just always skip by it. I don't know why. Like it always seemed interesting to me, but every time I would be looking for something, I would just skip right by it. It's I don't like, know. You know. I'm just not in the mood for uh, a movie about a pool. You know. Just, yeah, a ponty pool. I, and I, <laughs> I didn't I, like. I kind of, I, I guess because I was kind of under the impression that it was more like a horror comedy kind of thing. And typically, I don't. Okay. I don't. Typically, I don't lean toward horror comedies. Which don't get me wrong. There are parts in it that are. Humorous. You're hurting but, my feelings, but but go on. Uh, it's it, <laughs> so, um, well, so then I I had an incentive to watch this because the the dudes from the unnamed show, <laughs> uh, Beyond the Veil, they just uh, they just actually um, interviewed uh, the writer Tony Burgess. Super interesting guy, by the way. If you get a chance, have you listened to the episode yet? Uh, I've not listened to the interview yet. Uh, is it? What well, is it? Just the writer? Did he direct it too, or did uh, he, he just write it? Just wrote it. Okay. It was directed by Bruce McDonald, um, and uh, so they interviewed Tony Burgess. Really interesting guy. Uh, and uh, I got halfway through the through the interview. And I was like, I gotta go watch this movie. So I just stopped. I stopped the episode. I went and I watched the movie. Came back to the episode. I'm glad I did. It was really cool. I I told Mike the other night. I I don't I don't think I've ever seen a movie quite like this before. Mm-hmm. Well, the premise of it sounds like it's there's really nothing else like it. Well, it's essentially. I mean, it's 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 like a zombie movie, but you don't really see much of the zombies to begin with, and the way they get infected is uh, is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's a uh, um basically basically it follows uh Stephen McCaddy who plays Grant Mazzy. He's a, a a shock uh shock rock shock, DJ. Shock yeah, shock jock. And he uh he's he does a morning show and uh he's he's in the studio with two other people and stuff starts to go cra- like go crazy outside. Oh, they can't see any of this. Yeah. And the only way they're hearing about any of this is through their uh, through their eye in the sky. 
uh, who's not actually in this guy, it turns out, but this guy, Ken Lomi, he's like, he's he's calling in and like telling him like, oh, I mean, he's the guy who like does the traffic reports and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But then he starts calling in with like these really like, like really weird reports of people like piling up against the side of buildings of, of this doctor's office and like, and like breaking down the walls, people trampling each mm-hmm. other and stuff. And essentially what happens is like the English language gets infected and certain words will cause people to to go crazy basically and and it, it's is one of those words pontypool no oh but there is i i watched <laughs> this and I, I i i got about a minute and a half into the movie and then i rewound it mm-hmm. and i put on the captions oh. because there's this there's this monologue that uh stephen mchattie does in the beginning that is so cool that I had to read every single word. I was like, this is so interesting. I want to read. It, it kind of, he touches on the, uh, what's the guy's name? Norman Mailer, the, who, who, who came up with this theory after the JFK assassination. You know how people started to realize, like, you've heard the stuff about, uh, like, the, 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 the coincidences between JFK and uh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like a link, Lincoln. A lot of the conspiracy yeah, stuff. Like it, yeah. W- yeah, like how, all those weird, like coincidental uh, connections. Jinkies, what a quinky dink. And he kind of like, <laughs> in the first two minutes of the movie, he has this little monologue that does that. Like it starts to make these weird connections between a missing cat in town and the name of the town and the name of a bridge. And like, it's just, it's, I can't, I can't probably no, it, explain it, it without you seeing it. It's just, it's really crazy and it's, it's cool. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And uh, it, it, all the all the actors were stupendous. They all did a great job. Yeah, it it's, it sounds interesting. <clears throat> I've been wanting to watch it ever since I started hearing about it. Honestly, until <clears throat> until those guys talked about it a lot. I mean, apparently it's uh, uh, one of the guys' favorite, like one of their favorite movies. Yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I had never heard of it before. So listening to him talk about it, though, he's pretty passionate about it. So I, I it sounds awesome. Let me just uh, let me just before we move on. Let me give you a quick quote from the director. Okay. Uh, just to kind of explain how this uh, how the disease works. Uh, so he says um, uh, the victims of the virus are called conversationalists as opposed to zombies. In describing the stages of the virus, McDonald said there are three stages to the virus. The first stage is you might begin to repeat a word, which is what people do, and the like they'll get. They'll get stuck on a word. You know how that happens sometimes, where you start saying a word too many times, and then if you feel like you don't know it anymore. Yeah, like uh, You're just like like Colonel, 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 Colonel. For me, kernel. for me, the word that, that that I remember for some reason when I was a kid, mm-hmm. it was the word skirt. Skirt. Like what's it? Skirt, 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 yield. Skirt. And suddenly it's like skirt. Mine skirt. was it's not even a word. Like what is that? Mine was <laughs> mine was yield, yield, yield. yield. It's always oh, words. It's always words too, though, that don't have a lot of syllables. Right. And it just sounds. It, it, it the word sounds more like a sound effect than and then, it does an actual. And then word. sometimes yeah, you'll even you know? see it written, and you're like, it doesn't look right, no. you know. So he says the, uh, the. So that's the first stage. Is like sometimes you'll start to repeat a word, something gets stuck, and usually it's words that are terms of endearment, like sweetheart or honey. The second stage is your language becomes scrambled and you can't express yourself properly. The third stage is that you become so distraught at your condition that the only way out of the situation you feel as an infected person is to try and chew your way through the mouth of another person. Oh, God. So, so like, Ken, Ken Lomi at one point, like, describes how these, these people are attacking this family and they're literally trying to, like, like, get inside their bodies. You know what I mean? 
As opposed to, like, eating them. They're trying to, like, be inside their bodies because they're so upset about this I want to be inside you. I want to be inside you. (laughs) That's uh, that's all I'll say. It's it's just a fucking crazy movie, so you should definitely check it out. Yep. Yeah, sorry I talked about that for a long time, but it was a cool movie. Uh, so I watched something else that I've been looking forward to watching for a while. Did you? Uh, a little bit more. It's on the sci-fi spectrum. Okay. Uh, I watched Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, Ooh. without me? I did. Come Sorry. On, man. Sorry, I've been wanting to watch it. Uh, let me tell you what. This movie, um, something about this movie pisses me off, and it's not the movie. It's the is people it, that have the, talked about this movie. Is it the lack of Jeff Goldblum? No, he's definitely in it. Is he in it? Yeah. Oh, every, literally everybody that was in the original movie, with the exception of Will Smith, is back in it. No. Everybody, even for little like little parts, big parts, they're they're all there. Okay. Um, uh, the people that didn't like this movie and the people that shit all over it when it came out, yeah, I they're they're the kind of um, moviegoers and critics that I can't stand because they automatically slam this movie and and incidentally this movie bombed in u.s theaters mm-hmm. because it didn't live up to what they wanted it to be as opposed to judging it on its own merits because yeah. people start slamming it before it even came out uh well not before it came out people hated on it after they saw it because it wasn't what they expected right that doesn't mean it's not a good fucking movie though and it kills me when these critics and people will will trash on a movie simply because oh it might be different than the original well it's it's not the original like judge it on its own merits um that being said this movie goes crazy off the rails uh it the original independence day is is somewhat grounded in reality as much as an alien movie can be um but the the sequel it takes it in a completely different direction like instead of it being action movie with aliens the sequel turns it into a kind of like this sci-fi epic type movie and don't don't it's it's directed again by uh, uh roland emmerich who he does huge budget blockbuster action disaster movies that's what he does roland emmerich yeah so what, what else has he done he did 2012 he did the day after tomorrow oh okay uh big epic disaster type movies like <laughs> okay. that's just what that's what he does so if you were expecting that's like the original Independence Day was what he did back then. This is what he does now. If you were expecting anything different, I don't know why you would be. Um, but this movie is is crazy. It's like it's like really sci-fi. Like um, I, I don't want to give anything away uh, to anybody who hasn't seen it. Suffice it to say, and this the movie ends with essentially like a a uh, lost in space type robot as part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> really? And it, yeah, it's super weird. I'm not gonna tell you what it does, so it'll still be it'll like, still be fresh. Like but the, like, <laughs> like the Danger Will Robinson, sort of more intelligent, but yes. Okay. And it's and it's alien. Danger Will that Smith still doesn't really. <laughs> Danger <that's>, Will Smith. <laughs> that still doesn't give much away, though. That's why I'm so like I'll tell you that, yeah. but like it's it's crazy and it's awesome. No, hold um, on. Isn't the you know the long haired yes, doctor that Dr. we all Aiken. that we all yes, assumed Rogan. was dead after yeah. the first like he's in this movie, well, right? He wasn't dead. He was in a coma, and I think he and, um, and they never showed him die in the first movie, so it makes sense. I just assumed, I guess, because he was like slammed up against the window, and the yeah. and the alien did, was using his body to communicate. Did and you stuff. pick up in the first movie that he was gay? No, because he is, and oh. it makes perfect sense because the the because his partner, yeah. who was in the second movie, was with him in the first movie too. Yeah, and it was always there. Well, did they ever like allude to it in the first movie though? No, and they and they still don't in the second movie. I mean, they do because you obviously know. Yeah, but it's not like in your face. It's it's just 
two dudes well, that care a lot about each other. Well, so it wouldn't. Really, it, I mean, it wouldn't really make perfect sense after the first movie. No, because in the uh, in the special features on the Blu-ray, no. I guess uh, they're they're saying like when he did his first, um, when you first meet Doctor Oaken, when he walks up to Bill Pullman's uh, as the president in the first yeah. movie, he gives him this look. And it's like a oh you're a very handsome man kind of look, uh, but it's really but it's very subtle. And I guess him and Roland Emmerich, if I'm remembering correctly, they had a conversation. He goes, "That's the character. Like, like you're this guy who just sees beauty in people. Like you recognize it. Like you're a very so they beautiful made, they person made this, on the inside." They made this decision after the first movie. I don't think so. maybe maybe, but I don't think they did. I kind of feel like it was there in subtext the yeah. entire time. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I never, know. I never noticed. <laughs> it's actually the, the the story between those two is actually, it's more moving than most like romance movies between you know a a man and a woman. It, it really is great. Like you actually care about them. Like there's yeah. some, something that happens or whatever, and they have a scene, and like you're just like, oh my god, like this is. This is real life shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's I don't know. It's really it's it's a really good scene. Um, but yeah, no, it's just I I loved this movie. I really did. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, completely different than the first movie, which is good because you want you're gonna watch those two movies for very different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna have to choose between do I watch this one or do I watch this one. No, you're in a very specific mood for one or the other. Um, Jeff Goldblum is fantastic in it. Uh, Liam Jeff Hem- Goldblum's fantastic in everything. Liam Hemsworth uh, is new to the crew. Uh, he's really good in it. Oh, I forgot he was in it. Yeah, he's yeah. super good. Uh, Judd Hirsch is back as Jeff Goldblum's father. He's fantastic again. Uh, Bill Pullman's fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> I can never know how to say her name. Uh, Mika? Mika Monroe, maybe? That's how you say her name? I'm not she sure is the girl is. from It Follows. The lead in it follows. Oh. She plays Bill Pullman's daughter, all oh, grown up now. Okay, and uh, now she like works in the White House, and she was a fighter pilot. And then Will Smith's son Dylan is also in it. Okay, uh, and they're Who's all he friends. Uh, you know what? I forget. For some reason, I didn't write his name down. So forgive me. Oh no, I did. Uh, uh, William. F- no, that's not him. I didn't write it down. William Fitch- Finchner is back though. Who? Fitch- Fitchner. I, I always want to put the end first. Who's that? Uh, he was. Um, he was one of the general, I think generals or uh, or lieutenants in the army. Mm-hmm. You'd know him if you saw him. He's he's a character actor. He's one of those guys where you just shut up, look it up, <laughs> William Fitchner. Uh, but the guy that played Dylan, I remember when uh, in the in the trailer, I thought uh, his performance kind of looks weak, and he looks like he's kind of having a hard time with it. Uh, way better in the movie though, and, not, and now that you're watching it, and everything's kind of in perspective. It makes more sense as to why he was giving the performance he was giving. The I guy thought. who played Dylan is uh, that's Will Smith's son, yeah, first yeah. son. Yep. Okay. Jesse Jaden? Jesse T. Usher. <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. <laughs> Which Smith was it? <laughs> uh, his name is his name is Jesse T. Usher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's here's my one thing, and you're, you're reminding me of something. Just we're talking about the Dylan character. Is my one complaint about the movie though is that it suffers from the same thing that the Force Awakens did, and I love the Force Awakens. Don't get me wrong, but it retreads and hits almost every single main point in the first movie like it's all the same beats they they, it's almost like they rewrote certain scenes to be new but it still looks the same it feels the same and it's the whole movie's like this well if you were dealing with the same like this if you were dealing with the same alien insurgents no 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 it's it's even beyond that though no it's similar it's even beyond that like they went out of their way 
to make a scene where they're driving through the desert again and they meet up with the people in the desert again and like even the the welcome to earth thing is sort of played out again the fireworks thing where he's like it's it's fourth of july did not promise you fireworks they bring that back like um, they really they went out of their way it's to almost like they just recreate beat. try to recreate certain scenes sort of, but the force awakens did the exact same thing if you remember though like mm-hmm. the force awakens literally felt like a new hope like they hit all the same beats like it was like very familiar the entire movie. Well, I I, I can I can say that it, you can give them a pass a little bit more for that because it was how many it was like several decades removed. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I and I get it and I get it. I just didn't need to be as much as it was though. Put it that way. They can do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. But yeah. You, you you it starts to become a thing where you're noticing it though. Every time it happens, it goes up. Oh, there's another one. That's yeah. exactly the first movie. That's this. Right so if there's a downfall, that's it. That being said, if you've heard bad things about Independence Day Resurgence, I urge you to watch it and form your own opinion because it's nowhere near as bad as anybody saying that it is. Uh, I liked it. I, I thought it was great. I'm looking forward to the third to the third movie. So oh, I didn't know there was going to yeah, be a third. Yeah. Well, the movie did really good overseas. So oh, okay. it was it was a flop in the U.S., but it was still financially fine, essentially. So um, yeah, they and they set it up for a sequel, and the sequel is going to be in insane, like 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 galaxy jumping, crazy like nuts sci-fi epic is it gonna be smoke machines you mean shark jumping <laughs> it sounds like it's gonna yeah jump no, the no shark. that's what i'm saying yeah it's crazy like they they're taking oh, it that's in a bad crazy thing. directions no 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 it's good it's good though because it fits it's an over-the-top movie to begin with so. hey let's uh let's move on to the tofu sorry tofu! <laughs> i'm sorry i just i feel like we're talking about this like just going in circles on independence day resurgence and it's not even a horror movie sci-fi it's genre Sci- yeah okay so anyway <laughs> Today, we're talking about uh, masks. I really like the mask in Independence Day Resurgence. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, okay, I guess it kind of fits because the aliens do oh, wear a masks. Suit. It's a suit, not a, a mask. suit, whatever, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, I, I hate to ask you this because I feel like I might be chopped to bits again, but what what are what's your favorite uh, horror movie well, not, mask? not Leatherface. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually have a, a like a favorite horror movie mask? <sighs> yes. Uh, well, let's break it in two categories. Let's go classic and let's go modern. Okay. I I I because I, I wouldn't want. I would say if if we're talking about classic masks. Yeah. Then the most iconic one that comes to mind, my favorite one, is obviously Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I love. Are, my, we, are we all in agreement? I love. Yeah. I love yeah. Michael. I love the Michael Myers mask. Yeah, but the problem absolutely. with that mask, as we've talked in things before, though, that mask only appeared in one movie. They changed it in every subsequent movie. Right. So, whereas the Jason mask, yes, they've changed it and they've added stuff to it, but it's been the same thing, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would say Jason in more modern. You're talking about the bag, right? The bag over duh, the head. Yeah, duh. that's the best one. Best fish. <laughs> bar none. <laughs> Um, no, uh, the, the hockey mask, obviously, though, is, mm-hmm. is for classic. If we're going to go more modern, honestly, I uh, probably Babyface. From uh, the, the Hills, Hills Run Red. The Hills Run Red, yeah. Right and I think the, the reason that I choose that is because of the character as well, the character with the mask on. Like, yeah. I just, that scene, it literally has one of the most just fear-inducing scenes that I've seen in a modern horror movie. Even though the movie wasn't top notch completely it wasn't terrible one, no it wasn't terrible was but like that scene watch. itself though is what stood out to me yeah more so than the entire rest of the movie yeah for sure um, if you don't know what scene we're talking about we're not gonna tell no, you no cause yeah because it, uh, we do give a lot of spoilers but I think this is one that you just yeah. need to see too. if we spoil it for you they won't have the same impact right at least 
the same which you us. which you almost took the impact away from me because you came to me you watched <sighs> yeah. it and you're like oh dude i watched this movie and I, this scene like pulls you back into reality and it's like i'm like dude don't overhype this yeah. don't do yeah. it and then when I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Yep. But, uh, yep. so it still definitely had a, an effect on me, but, uh, yeah, The Hills Run Red. Check it out. Great movie. Great movie. Then the whole movie the itself. Whole mo- the, the whole, whole movie's movie not itself, bad. I love the plot of that movie, though. I uh, love it. How the fact yeah. that they're looking for this lost film, like, that's something that I would do. <laughs> like, James, down in Tennessee in the woods, they filmed this movie and it's supposedly buried. We gotta go find it. Like, I, that, that that is a thing that I would love to do. Was that? You know? Was that no, the no, it wasn't. The movie? Inti- no, well, yeah, oh, yeah. There's it, the there was this movie called The Hills Run Red. Yeah, and it was it's supposedly this 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 lost, most crazy film. There's a trailer that showed up online, mm-hmm. and these and this group of filmmakers or, or people are essentially going down there trying to find it, and they're filming it on a handy cam. It's not a found footage movie, but a lot of the scenes are shot on the handy cam because they're trying. They're making a documentary, and they track down the daughter who had supposedly had something to do with it, and she's a stripper. Do you not remember any of this? Yeah, I, I, vaguely because I've only seen it <laughs> once. But uh, um, what, but what was the family still quote unquote filming the movie then? Like they were still working on it. You're, you're giving away huge uh, not, plot points. No, no not really, not really. I, the answer is yes. Yeah, okay. I don't want to say too much. Okay, more, yeah, we won't say, say any, we more. won't say anything more. But that's yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I got a little confused for a second. Yeah. I don't think that'll give too much away, honestly. You kind of gave away the whole plot, but <laughs> no, not really. Kind, I don't think so. I don't think kind of. So. Well, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that that movie was that movie's cool. great though. Yeah. So that's your favorite. That's your favorite like modern mask, huh? Um, the the other ones come close. I like I said though that character though. It's it's the mask character combo. I just I think it's great. I'd love to see him in more. I really would. But, yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see it, but um, yeah, I love it. Babyface. Great character. I think I just found my. My favorite mask within the last few... I mean, like, my, obviously, my favorite of all time is Jason. Yeah. Like, that just... I, I I think there's probably a lot of people that have that same that same uh, opinion. But uh, the cub mask, man. It's a good mask. I love that mask. And it's not a feral child, which makes it even more creepy. I think that's, Again, that's part of it, too. the character to mask, right. you know, combo. Yeah. And it was just, like, there's something about, like, you know, it was just a... It was a... a a piece, like, because the kid was—he was a feral child. He lived in nature. It was a piece of nature that he found and and uh, customized yeah. to to fit him. Whittled, right, and <laughs> and made it into this terrifying mask. I really like that. Um, there was another movie that I was just thinking of. That uh, oh, that his mask actually reminds me of the masks that the the twins wear in Goodnight Mommy. Oh yeah, you're right. They look. They're, they they're look different. quite a bit they're alike. Different, the, well, they're different because they the ones in Goodnight Mommy are made out of uh, uh, cardboard. Yeah, but they kind of—I no, I definitely see it. Though, they kind of yeah. have the same look to them, though. Absolutely. Those were like full face masks, though, where the cub mask was only like half of his face. But yeah. Uh, what about you, Jay? Do you have a, a favorite mask other than Jason? You know, I was thinking for something more modern. Uh, well, going modern back <laughs> eleven years ago or so. Um, <laughs> That's still modern. That's still modern. In, in House of a Thousand Corpses, that the the big tall gumpy goon mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was coming down to feed the people the, the girls like cornflakes, 
or whatever it was. Remember, he's coming down. Was that a mask or was he deformed? Did they call him tiny? Yeah, tiny. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a mask. That was a mask. mask. Yeah, he's got like a, it's weird. It's kind of like a leather face. He is deformed though, right? Yes. He's deformed, but he also wears a mask. Yeah, it's kind of like a leather face inspired looking mask, if I remember correctly. (laughs) Which is funny. If you're wearing a mask to hide your deformities. And then you just wear a hideous mask. <laughs> What's the point? Well, it's not your hideous. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of starting to recall it now. Well, and the guy that the guy that played Tiny too, though he had um, uh, Marfan's Marfan's, Marfan's syndrome, I and, believe, and yeah. when he walked though, like his shoulder was like like right. one was higher than the other. He walked. And he was, was just a really creepy gate. dude. Like yeah, even though he seemed like very like kind at heart because he was trying to the girls like oh let me go. He was like, oh, okay, I'll unhook the shackles. Yeah, like, yeah. He was like the, he was like get, the gentle giant. Like, he was yeah. just doing things because that's what, what he, he was told. That's mm-hmm. what he did. Like, yeah. like, he didn't know any better. But he still had a heart <clears throat> of gold. Was that the same guy from uh, uh, Big Fish? He played the giant in Big Fish, and then he was also in I think so, My actually. Giant. I think I think you I might think it was be the same, right. I think it was the same guy. I would never have thought about that connection until you just said it, but I, I, it sounds actually vaguely familiar. Uh, I don't know the guy's name, but he did strike me as like the gentle giant kind of guy, though, in that movie. Um, that mask is super creepy, but then it's juxtaposed with this guy who's just... He almost seems confused. Like, like, right. like I, I did this to you. Oh, but you're hurting. Oh, I'll help you. Like, he doesn't know the difference between the bad and the good that he's doing. Right, you know? right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, great. Also, in um, you know, you bring you bring up House of a Thousand Corpses in the in the Devil's Rejects, if I'm not mistaken. God, I want to get crucified if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure Bill Mosley wears like a, a human mask, doesn't he? Like a human face. No. Uh, what happens is they because uh, I actually I, th- I probably watched this more recently yeah, than I you because you have, yeah. I watched this way late. I, I I only just watched it for the first time I think last year. Okay. And uh, there's uh, there's a part where they hold a couple captive mm-hmm. in a hotel room, and then instead of killing the last girl, they put I can't remember whose face it is. Uh, they put somebody's face on her. Okay. Okay. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And then like she's. She, I remember it, a face being used as a mask. Yeah, like yeah. It, they put the face on her, and then she runs out into the highway and gets smoked by a, a semi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's yeah. But it, well, they actually they wear some pretty cool masks in the beginning of that movie. Yes, they do. Like makeshift like armor masks. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty cool. Uh, the guy that we were thinking of is um, Matthew McGrory. Matthew McGrory. Okay. Uh, the guy that played Tiny yeah, Firefly. Yeah, that's him. He um, passed away, didn't he? I believe so. He, I think uh, he passed away yeah. right after Devil's Rejects, <laughs> He actually. died in 2005, which was two years after uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. But he was... He was, uh, well, he in, was in Devil's Rejects, too, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. Big Fish, uh, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses, um, Bubble Boy, apparently. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, but yeah, he was the guy in Big Fish that I was okay, talking about. Okay. I thought he was the one from My Giant as well. I can't remember. Um, um, so you'll be you'll be uh, you'll be proud of me. I watched something for oh, for this for this episode. Did you? Did I? Uh, that you've been trying to get me to watch forever. Oh gosh! I what? watched The Strangers. Oh yeah! All right! Yeah! So we can finally. Right I know, right? <laughs> Dude. Movies that make Mike a douche for not seeing. <laughs> did you love it? Oh, I did. Yeah. I really, really, really did. I uh, which I, fun fact before we move on, 
uh, people have probably heard that The Strangers is based on a, a true story. Mm-hmm. That true story comes from none other than our beautiful, beautiful Michigan. Really? Yeah. Really? Ha- happened out- it, it supposedly happened outside of Flint somewhere. No kidding. Yeah. Isn't that weird? What was? Do you know what the original story was? No, no. <laughs> but I'll have to. I, <laughs> good, I, not good, good story. James. It was. It, it, it was essentially that, like, uh, like uh, some some masked fiends showed up and uh, and started to terrorize a couple. Wow. In a in a uh, sort of a. That, not, I don't even think it was because, like, in in the movie The Strangers, it was somewhat of a rural area. I hate mm-hmm. saying that word, rural. Say it a bunch of times, it won't even sound like a word anymore. R- rural, rural. Uh, we live rural. in a rural, rural area. Rural. Uh, <laughs> it was in the country. It was in the country. Uh, I think it, it it wasn't in such a, a country location. In reality, okay, it was in more of a suburban area okay. where there were actually other houses around and stuff. But I'll have to look up the actual history of it and stuff. But it, yeah, that's a that's a it's based off of a true story that happened here in Michigan. That'll that'll go good on a, good. That, I can't talk. That will go good on our real to real episode. Real to real. That would also go that that would also go really well in one of those uh, um, Tim Allen commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Michigan. When you wake up to two gentlemen inside your house that aren't so gentle. Shotgun shells, blood, masked intruders. Pure the smell Michigan. Pure fresh Michigan. Gun <laughs> oh my god! I-, I loved it though. I thought that the uh, I thought that the characters were at first. I was like, wasn't sold on uh, on the intruders. Really? I um, yeah, I, I I didn't know what their motivation was, but then I, I realized by the end of the movie, the whole point is that there was no motivation. They, they had were, no motivation. They were bored, and they, were they just, just did cruel it. People. Now that being said, at the end of the movie, um, spoilers. The movie ends on a, a real downer note because let's Y'all. be honest, it's the good guys don't win. That's not I. This movie, I draw a lot of parallels between this movie and Funny Games, except yes. for Funny Games, like Funny Games is like what you would take, uh, like you take the strangers and then inject some like really surreal, like just. Uh, I hated Funny Games. I know you did. I didn't like it at all. You're dumb. I just, no, I, I just <laughs> didn't like it. Funny Games was just, awesome. No, but that's, I don't know. They're, it's, it they're kind of the same story, except for Funny Games has this all really like. You know the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. kind of things be- happening because there's things that happen in that movie that could just never truly happen. Yeah. So strangers is like just based in reality and really just creepy. Yeah. Did you watch it? You have a pretty good system in your room, right? Sound system. Yeah. This movie. The, the sound is the is first time I ever it, yeah. saw it. I was I was in my wife's uncle's basement. And he's got this really nice surround sound system and stuff and. The the sounds come at you from every direction. Yeah. It's just so scary. It's kind of disorienting at times yeah. too, because you don't know where it's, what's coming from where. Yeah. And this movie was beautifully edited in that in that classic slow burn style. I think the only yeah. modern movie that comes close, um, like The Strangers did, to capturing that old like eighties slow burn. Um, and I say slow burn in the best way possible. Some people have a hard, have a, a bad time with that term. Um, well, there's a there's a lot of I mean I I think we're probably part of the last generation of people who enjoy a good slow burn. Well, even though, well even though <laughs> even like old school directors, some of them have a problem with the term slow burn because oh. they think it's detrimental. Like, oh. They think that it's not a good thing. I I use it no. in the best way possible. Slow burn. Yeah. Um, but Ty West House of the Devil is the only other modern <laughs> horror movie that. that really captures that slow burn 
feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, can you slow grab me another beer? I'm going to make this last five minutes, so you're not going to have a beer for another five minutes. Um, so anyway. Oh, I'm on, on, on the on hold sound soundtrack. Oh, so we're not going to talk again until I hang, I guess I'll just fast grab you a beer then. Um, <clears throat> I'm not as good as the sound as jams. I'm sorry. So another movie, another movie that, uh, another movie that we both watched this week. I wasn't done talking about the strangers. Oh, you're not? Yeah, oh. I was. Okay, go ahead. No, I was done. No, go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Uh, well, we both watched... We actually should have watched... We could have watched this for our Thanksgiving episode, mm-hmm. and we could have watched it for oh, this episode. I actually wasn't done watching <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> go ahead, Mike. This is your show. No, go for it. <laughs> All I wanted to say is that I wish that that movie ended about 10 minutes earlier than it did. I wish your discussion about it would have ended 10 minutes earlier than it did. Walked right into that one. <laughs> yep. Into conversation. Uh, you anyways, suck, Mike. No, Nobody you, likes you. Know what you. About, I wish it would have ended, like, literally right when, like, as soon as they were done in the house, just end it. Don't show them what happened afterwards. Don't show them leaving. End it on the most downer note that you could possibly end it on. Uh, well, the only reason I understand done. why like the they... the last thing that Liv Tyler sees, done. The only reason I understand why they did what they did is because there was supposed to be a sequel. Sure. And typically, like, I, a lot of people, like, you could, like, you could have ended it with the last thing that Liv Tyler saw and then done. Yeah. Like that, you mean the jump scare at the end? Um, Which is like the only jump no, scare. No, I didn't like the... that part. I didn't like that part, actually. I thought that was too much. I thought that that, that, that was, that, that was the most not grounded in reality part of the movie. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it should have ended before that. Okay. Well, I get, I get what you're saying, but there's, uh... There's a lot of I I'd say that there's there's a good portion of audiences who like if you're gonna set something up for a sequel you need to really set it up you know sure, what I mean sure. and that's what they did with the ending that they went with where yeah. they were like in the truck driving away and then talking to each other about it. So are we to believe though too this is the first time they've done this? No, uh, because in the truck because in the truck they they stop and they take a pamphlet from like the the Jesus boys yeah and they say the next one will be easier right. So am I to believe that at least maybe one of them it was their first time? Maybe. That's what I got out of yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't even like knowing that about them. I want to know nothing about those people. Yeah. That would make it way more effective. Yeah. And if it just ended with no resolve and it's like, okay, well, the movie ended because... That's the thing. Spoilers. That's the, guess what? The people died, so there's no more story to tell. That's the End thing. That, the movie, that's the I would have been that, like, whoa. That's the thing that made, them, <laughs> that, that, that made it so terrifying is they, there was no... like. There was no motive. Yeah. You never found out a motive. It was just like, these were just horrible people doing horrible things for no reason whatsoever. And I like that about it. So I, in that way, I do agree with you. But uh, I still liked it. Oh, even, I loved even, it. I even in the end, great. I thought it was great. Listen, let's, let's, let's stop talking about this movie. We've been talking about <laughs> yeah. it for too long. Um, I tried to stop you like five minutes ago and you just wouldn't. What are you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so another movie that we watched... Like I said, we could have watched it for our Thanksgiving episode. We could have watched it for this episode. We watched it for this episode. It's called Christy. Christy. Uh, it was released in 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, so it's uh, when a college girl who is alone on campus over the Thanksgiving break is tar- targeted by a group of outcasts, she must conquer her deepest fears to outwit them and fight back. Outcast dun, like dun, shake it, dun. shake it like a Polaroid picture. That's the like, one. Like a bunch of yeah, like, on, like Andre Andre three thousand and Big Boy show up. 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> no, it's, have you seen this movie, Jay? Which no, 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 uh, no, no Christy. No, it's great. It, it actually, I, it wasn't even on my radar until we started. We we wanted to look up like good Thanksgiving horror movies, yeah. and this was one of them that was I've like on the to, top I've, five. I've never it's, seen it. it's good. It was uh, it was cool. It was it was basically about uh, this girl. Like everybody leaves to go home for a Thanksgiving vacation. She can't afford a ticket, so. Uh, somewhat unrealistically, she's literally the last person on the campus, aside from yeah. like that was the one a, part. That aside was a from a couple, uh, you, you know, that doesn't the... happen because college campuses. I, I did. I went to college once for a year. Did you? And, <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, I went to Central Michigan. I University. went to Central Michigan University no too. Yes, yeah, one semester, man. Heck yeah, look at these, look at these cool guys. <laughs> and they, uh, and and at like Thanksgiving, they would close down the campus. You had to unplug your refrigerators. You like had, you had uh, to leave. You had to leave the dormitories, and you had to go. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I guess they do that because the, uh, um, even the maiden staff wants to go home. Yeah. Right. Nobody. Yeah, maybe not Thanksgiving. Maybe because that's a smaller holiday. But maybe like uh, you know, for like Easter or Christmas and stuff like that, you had ever you had to uh, unplug your appliances and you had to be gone. They, yeah. they shut the school down. And, and I was only dorms. I was only there for one semester, so I didn't make it to Thanksgiving. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can see. Well, I can see why they would do that. Yeah. Well, so yeah, like I said, somewhat unrealistically, like it's just this girl. And a security guard, and the and the the groundskeeper are left at this place, and they're being targeted by this group of people who, um, they go out and they kill based off of, uh, they're they're kind of, they're part of the uh, the what do you call it the deep web the dark web, what do you call it? Yeah, the deep web. Like there's this deep dark web, web website know, where uh, this like it's it's kind of like a cult actually. It's oh, kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah. spread out throughout spread all throughout the U.S. And they kill people based on like they'll find a girl who's like uh, fits, fits the qualities of like Christy, whatever whatever Christy. I don't know if Christy was a real person or if it was just a name given to a person with these qualities. Well, it explained it in the beginning of the movie. It was like a, a girl who f- follows Christ. But then uh, I don't really know why they did that because they never outright said that no. the girl was like a Christian or anything. No, they didn't. They basically, well, toward the middle of the movie, they they like, it kind of transitioned more into like, they were targeting girls who were hashtag blessed. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag blast. Blast, yeah. <laughs> like girl, like good-looking girls who had it made, and like you know, we're going to fancy schools and stuff like that. So they target this girl. Turns out she's uh, well, yeah, she's somewhat of a badass. So she starts to fight back, and and it kind of goes. Know from she there. was a badass. That came from inside. So <laughs> it came, <laughs> came from deep down. Uh, but the point of our podcast here is to talk about masks so yes, yes. What, do you, what did you think about these masks <laughs> we're just talking about the movies not the masks yeah. uh so in the strangers oh. i love the masks no <laughs> yeah we didn't even talk about the masks in the strangers okay, okay well, let's backtrack real quickly uh i thought that they were i thought they were great i thought they were really uncharacteristic because like they're like doll like one was a doll mask Happy doll one, was faces. A, uh, one was a bag over the head the guy with the sack on the head head like you know that harkens back to jason. uh to jason um, and it looked a cool. different different but the same yeah i thought they were great yeah i thought, yeah. I thought they, they really fit the weird creepiness from that movie so right, what do you so, think about the masks in christy <laughs> uh well tinfoil head was <laughs> There was a guy with tinfoil for a mask. There was a guy with uh, duct tape, I believe. Uh, duct tape for a mask, and then uh, I think it was just tinfoil and duct tape. There was the three. Girl, there the girl were had th- a mask, right? The girl, no, she just had piercings in her face. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Because she was so edgy. Oh, uh, it's the emo. I gotta kill you. 
Um, Not no, that piercings in your face is a bad thing. I I had piercings in my those, face those at one point, but like super there's, effective, there's though, something like, about taking a per like trying to make somebody look kind of uh, kind of gothic and like really dark and then just like stapling their face with a bunch of piercings that makes it a little less effective yeah do you know what i mean it seems forced a little bit plus not it that, was not that we don't know people that look like that in real life but when you see it in a movie like that though it just it i don't know it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel natural no no it's well, like, especially when it's on somebody like what's the actress's name ashley is it uh, ashley, ashley green? green ashley green yeah who she's She's what, in the Twilight she movies, from? right? Where's she from? Twilight? Okay, yeah. She's from... Sarah's here, everybody. Hi, Sarah. Hey. <laughs> Sarah's here, y'all. <laughs> Sarah. 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 <laughs> Sarah just confirmed that Ashley Green was in the uh, Twilight movies for us. Um, yeah, it's just... It's, <laughs> no, I think it's good. It's all right. Um... So yeah, it just didn't look. It was right a bit forced, her. yeah. Especially when you do it on an actress that you know too. If it was an unknown actress, it'd be a different story. Maybe the fact that we knew who she was though, and we've seen her in other things, it just kind of made it a little bit more unbelievable. Right. Um, that's just me, but. Um, so yeah, the masks were. Uh... I like masks that look like they're homemade. Sure. Because the masks that that there's like almost too much care into making them look evil does the opposite sometimes in a lot of movies. You know what I'm saying? So you like the masks in, in Christie? Yeah, I th- because they look homemade. They look like kind of creepy that people would kind of throw together and, and you know, it's 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 kind of... it's. Jay, you're hitting your popper there, bro. Ooh, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag studio problems. <laughs> I, uh, I, I... They weren't terrible, but, like, even if you're making a, a, a tin foil mask, I don't know. There's something like there were a few shots where they would like do a close up on one of the dudes, and I'm just like that doesn't look scary. Well, backstory on that character is that he was actually afraid of aliens, so he oh. took the tinfoil hat concept and made okay. it a whole. Full he, he didn't want them getting. You anywhere. couldn't see under his clothes, but he was wearing a full tinfoil body armor. Well, he just covered his nipples with tinfoil. That was because <laughs> that's, 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 that's how they get in. That's how they get in. That's how they get in. Cover those nipples, folks. Um, yeah, no, I liked it though. I, I thought they were, I thought they were effective. I mean, I liked them a little more than you, I guess. The nipples? But, um, yeah, the, the nipples were super. <laughs> all, all things, man. All things. No, I, no, I didn't, I didn't like hate them. I, I didn't hate them. Like I thought, that, I thought they were fine, but mm-hmm. uh, they were, they were kind of silly looking at points. Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Now, some masks that didn't look silly that I thought were kind of genius because they're run of the mill, yes, but super effective, yes. Yeah. Is uh, our poster sake this week is your next? Oh yeah. The animal masks and your next were so effective. I don't know how you. I don't know where you get creepy looking animal masks from because those are not your general run of the mill. Uh, screamers, dude. Are they like they're? I, they, no, those are the run of the mill they, ones. They're just they doc- seem, they're doctored a little bit. Well, they're, okay, okay. So maybe that's Trent Reznor. I've got one that looks like I. Tread Reznor. Wasn't that the closer video with the uh, the pig mask? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Pig head or well, something. That's more. Or, like, that's more like the mask from uh, Saw. The pig yeah, mask yeah, from yeah, Saw. Yeah, right. That's actually more like that. But yeah. Was that? Was I always that, wonder if that was taken from that. Because Trent Reznor did it first, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Closer was well, from, like, 94. Saw was from... Uh, 97, I think, because... Well, Saw was from, like, what, 2001? Saw? Yeah. Uh, 2003. Was it three? Okay. Or uh, 2002, 2003. Somewhere around um, there, yeah. Because, uh, but I remember um, the Closer video was actually on the special features. Uh, special features in air quotes because it was, like, 
just after the credits on the VHS for seven. Really? Because okay. that song was in seven. Oh. And if you watch, I, if you watch the video, it almost looks like it was directed by David Fincher. It's got the well, same see, uh, which which you can everything. which you can watch on the Buzzkill Podcast <laughs> Yep, it'll be on there. <laughs> wasn't the uh, actually wasn't not a mask? Was just a pig head on a stick? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely okay. right. I I think honestly the mask that they use in Saw I think is completely ripped from that though. You think so? I'm trying to. I'm, you know, I'm going to look it up real quick, but. Um, I feel as though they're the exact same mask. I really do. Well, it's the a same. It's look. a it's a dead pig's face. But I mean, they, it's not really a that's, mask. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, what movie? Were, what movie were we actually? Oh, oh, you're uh, next. Uh, uh, you're, you're next. next. Yeah. This kind of it, it made me laugh because you actually started to write a a screenplay for a movie. Oh yeah, I did. And and my idea, like I I was giving you some ideas and my idea for one part of that movie was to actually have some of the victims wearing those masks. Uh-huh. Those exact same masks. It was I lost the script unfortunately. Oh, I okay, have it. It's I have it, I think, dude. The closer video is literally just a That's what that's what Jay just said. That's what Jay just said. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Um but it looks exactly the same. It's well, like, like you said, it's a dead pig. <laughs> just, just, but right. but just kind of like a creepy. It's very creepy. Yeah, looking, yeah, you know? yeah. It, it invokes the same, same yeah. feeling. Um. So so yeah. As soon as we saw it, you're next. I was like, well, you can't use that idea anymore. Well, I kind of can because in in my script, not to get off topic here, but you know, it was all about using the people as essentially food. Mm-hmm. And so you put a pig on them, but they're all gonna wear the same ones. Though they weren't gonna be different. I think they were all going to be it? sheep or, or cow. I think maybe it was cow because sure. beef for the burgers. Oh, yeah. Yes, they made a, I wrote a movie about <laughs> uh, people getting made into burgers. Well, which I'll, which I'll was inspired by somewhat of a true story, but we'll get into yes. that in our Real to Real oh, hell yeah. episode. Hell yeah. Love that story. Um, um, uh, your next, though, yeah. Uh, yeah, your next was an awesome movie. Uh, sheep, wolf, tiger? Sheep. Sheep, wolf, tiger, is that what it was? I think so. I'm looking at the picture, so <laughs> I hope that this is the right one. <laughs> um, um, yeah, super I, good, though. Dude, Man. I love that movie. I, Something about animal masks. I don't know what it is. And these ones were doctored to make them a little creepier. Yeah. Um, but, damn, they're exquisite masks. I love them. This one... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. That, that just reminded me of that line from uh, from Mallrats. Damn, are they exquisite. <laughs> They're a little melty, but damn, are they exquisite. <laughs> um, it, this was another one of those movies like we discussed Hush at one point in time, which Hush, great mask in that movie. But this was another one of those movies where the mask comes off, yep. and all of yep. a sudden you see... Because there's something about... Uh, I, I feel like this is kind of a new trend, too, is to like really humanize the villains. Yeah, uh, which I'm all about, because honestly, that, that makes the villains it's, way more It's cool. It's very effective. I feel like it needs to wane at some point and mm-hmm. get back into like just the traditional masked killer. Yeah. And then you know come back to that if you want, because if every movie starts to do this where they uh, unmask the killers... That'll get old. It's, it's gonna it'll, get, it'll, old. It'll get old. It's yeah. gonna get old. But uh, it, just just like Hush, like these guys take off their masks and you're like, oh shit, these are just normal dudes, and mm-hmm. and it's very effective because it's you're like, well, it it, you're it like, makes it more these, real. These could like, be just it, yeah, guys that yeah. you pass on the street at any point in time, and like, you'll never know that they're just these psychos who go out and like kill you know those people. those douchebags you saw at the liquor store. They were kind of giving you shit, and you walked away going, good, those guys were douchebags. Was that a true story? Because that didn't happen to me today. I mean, I might die tonight. <laughs> Just saying. Did you, did you run into some guys at the liquor store that were hassling you today? Um, no, but it could happen. Right? Mm. I mean, 
That's how that that's how all these movies start, right? If anybody's gonna they be hassled, somewhere. it's definitely gonna be Mike. He's just got like this victim look about him. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, um But uh uh another another one that we <laughs> another movie that we just watched um together was uh, uh Chrome Skull. L- Laid to Rest. Yep. Chrome Skull. What Ooh. did you what did you Ooh. think about this movie? Um, um uh, Great Kills. <laughs> Great kills, yes. I'll give it that. I will give it that. It really well because it was directed it written and directed by Robert Hall, who uh is He's by, a special effects by guy trade, by trade is yeah. usually a special effects guy. So he so so, so hopefully so, as we you, as you would expect, the kills look great. You know, I don't necessarily think that he—he's not a bad director or anything. I, I think that needed, I think that what he was working with might have been. Well, it was a very low budget thing. It was essentially they got together and made it with their friends. Like he well, had a budget, he, but it was small. He cast his wife as the lead, and unfortunately, she was a not, her first. She, yeah, don't. She's not uh, a good. She's she's a producer. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure she's yeah. a fine producer, but she's not a good actress. No, no, um, she's really not a good actress. And uh, and it showed. But uh, Havoc was in it. He was pretty cool. Oh, uh, Lucas Till. Yeah. Who was also in Christie, the other movie Christie. that we yep. just talked about. Yep. Um, uh, it was, it was not a great movie. But Havoc, the, by the way, is the character from the 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 new X Men series. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I just want to put that out there. First the guy class who, and an apocalypse. Yeah. Um, it's not a great movie, but the kills really kind of like held it all together you know what I mean yeah it, it, being that he comes from a special effects background yes that really did hold together and and every kill we were both like oh god like there's some really graphic stuff in it it's 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 pretty awesome like stuff you don't really the thing about this guy is he's a total dick so every time he stabs somebody he twists, he twists the knife <laughs> what a wanker <laughs> and it, there's one part like Lena Headey is in this movie mm-hmm. who's uh, a lot of you may know from uh, Game of Thrones She's Cersei from Game of Thrones. She gets stabbed in the head. Seriously, she's from Game of Thrones. Cersei. Seriously. So seriously. She gets stabbed in the head, and then he twists the knife, and you can see it in her eye. Like her her eye bursts a little bit. Yeah, like he stabs her. He stabs her in the temple. And then he twists the knife, and you can see it—the knife spinning in her eye socket. Like, yeah, it's really <laughs> it's, gross. It's pretty it's, incredible. So, yeah, um, the, the kills in that movie did it for me. The the movie what'd you overall think of the mask? was uh, the mask was—I don't know. It's like I—you I, can go find that exact same mask at uh, any spirit Halloween. Yeah. To 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 put it mildly. It was laughable, honestly. I didn't like it at all. The, the it was trying to be menacing while trying to be modern, sort yeah. of. Because the whole point well, of the, the killer thing, was yeah, he was mo- like he he had uh, a camera, he had on a him. camera on him. Which when they made this movie, didn't GoPros exist? I don't think so. He was wearing a fucking know. handy cam on his they shoulder. Had a, they had a budget, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he's supposed to be like really clean. He's wearing like a clean black suit in this chrome skull face, and he dri- he drives. <laughs> He drives a Chrysler 300. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just the dumbest thing. Like, that's the most. I don't know. There's so, like, if you're gonna have a, a villain who drives, give him a menacing vehicle. Yeah, like I a, guess I can kind of understand. Like, they were trying to keep him like, like sleek maybe, and modern and stuff, but I don't know. Give him an Audi. Sure. <laughs> or an Innie. A, maybe a Fiat. Because <laughs> he's 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 environmentally conscious. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that, then. It, the 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 writing might not 
it may not have been the worst, but the delivery, yeah. like, the girl was hit in the head, so she kind of forgot, like... I woke up in the dead box. <laughs> she she wakes up in a coffin, but she doesn't know how to say the word coffin, so she keeps going, I woke up in a box, a dead box. <laughs> what are those? And then she keeps going, like, he wants to make me dead. <laughs> it's just like... This sounds stupid when you're not a good actress yeah, delivering like, those lines. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. So that kind of took me out of it. But uh, let's move on from that well, movie. What about one it, you guys haven't brought up yet? What about the uh, the good old classic Scream Mask? Uh, yes, yes. Like, yes. here's the thing: is have you guys have, face. have you guys <clears throat> watched the TV series at all? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I won't. I, I ha- won't. I haven't either, and I will not. But I did watch a scene from it just to kind of see what was going on. Pretty bad. Uh, well, the mask is like it's. Well, they it's, changed it. Yeah, they changed the mask, and and it's just like how we've we've discussed this so many times, where um, modern Holo- modern Hollywood pictures, like all they're trying to do is like they're trying to take it and just make it scary yeah like they want to make it dark how and did, scary the thing that worked for the original ghost face uh is the ghost fact face that killer it, the original ghost face like mask. a spirit halloween costume right and because it's, that's it was what a, they had it, it was, was kind of co- comedic at the same time exactly and that was that was one of the charms of the character is like he was kind of a klutz All right. right but you're like fuck this dude's coming in and he's wielding a giant knife he's coming <laughs> right. at me like you're scared because you're gonna die yeah right. it didn't matter if he was a, an actual scary mask or comedic gonna, or not exactly we're gonna do a little bit of role playing here okay and not in the Ooh. sexy kind of way oh alright alright so we're in a meeting we're going to adapt the Scream series into a TV series. Oh, no. I spilled oil what's, all over my chest. <laughs> clean, clean, clean that up there, Cletus. Now, what is the most scariest part? I don't know why he's Southern, but what is the most scariest Here we go again, offending our Southern friends. Damn it. What's the scariest part of Scream? Well, you see there, lads. I'd probably say the part where he runs out and he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to the Dunny. No. And he runs out and he says he's going to the restroom to the garage to get more more uh, alcohol or something like that. <laughs> and he, uh, and then he never returns because because that's what happens in scary movies. I'll be right back. Don't well, say that. I don't. But really, we don't want I, Jamie I, Kennedy. <laughs> I don't really know where you're going with it. What are, you, what are you doing? The mask. Yeah. Iconic. Why did we have to role play? Well, because the whole point was you were going to say the mask. <laughs> he just wanted to really use the southern Because you were going to say the mask, and I was going to be like, let's change it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you let's start that over. All right, you guys, let's role play. <laughs> oh, baby. Wait, guys, oh, wait, I, no, no. guys, I have an idea. Let's role play real quick. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Scream. <laughs> What's the scariest so part of Scream? Uh, probably, probably, um... Answer, Jay. It'd probably be the part where he goes out to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, the scariest part of Scream? I was trying to, I was trying to steal his thunder. <laughs> All right, what's... I just I got, needed you to say the mask. The, 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 start over. <laughs> <laughs> what's the scariest part of Scream? The, 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 the mask. Let's change it! <laughs> Dude, J- James, you are totally right. That was an awesome idea. Let's run that through one more time. I think we got it. See, this was all started by your stupid idea to role play this whole thing. So this is your fault. However, and we're going to keep I, all of this I did bring up Scream. Yes, you did. But it's my birthday. Yeah, I can you, say whatever I want. You, he, brings up, he brings up Scream, and then all of a sudden you want to write a, a new movie? Write a you're new just, movie? You're, <laughs> we're talking about the TV show, you dingus. <laughs> oh, God. 
This just went off the rails. No, I mean, so write, I mean, write a new movie as in like role playing. This is bad. This is really <laughs> no, bad. This great. is bad radio. It's great. Um, so I think it's only a podcast. So uh, ha- live. Happy birthday, Jay. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I I get what you're saying though. Like, like that's a, that was the that was the appeal of the yeah. entire thing. Like the mask was. Yeah, there's one iconic. thing when you say, when you say you... scream. What do you think of Ghostface? The Done. mask. Yeah, why that's the, all you had to say in the beginning. The fuck would you change that? It and the makes knife. no sense. I have the same knife that he had in Scream, which is kind of cool. We took we a picture. We did. I think yeah. I was like ten, episode. and I was at Meyer, and I made my. I had my grandma buy it for me because I was like, "That's the same one that was in Scream." Or whatever <laughs> oh, it was. Justin. And she bought it for me, but wouldn't buy Your me. Your grandma this. brought bought you a knife. <laughs> she uh, did. She's awesome. A very large knife. Um, um, no, but th- why it, why change it? It's kind of like for it's kind of the same as I'm, I haven't watched the MTV uh, Teen Wolf series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they tried to make it scary. Teen Wolf is not scary. It's a f- it's a comedy. Was it actually a take on the actual Teen Wolf? Yeah. Okay, I thought maybe they just stole the well, name I, and that was it. But well, that's I mean that's basically what they did. But I think enough, they were enough. trying to cash in on the um, name. But yeah, back and to then the they mask. Ruined it. The mask and scream though was like you said, great. It was sort of comedic. It was spirit Halloweeny. It was you know like it, it was kind of it was accessible. It was like you know what I'm saying like it was a very run of the mill mask that people have seen before. I think it made it feel relatable because it's something you know it's not some scary dude walking around big Mike Meyer mask exactly. Meyer's mask with a a knife. It's something that you're like oh my god this is someone random that just popped through our house and he's trying to kill us. <laughs> I saw that I, mask well, the, at the CVS. <laughs> exactly you know. Well, in the, in the mask itself was not really that scary. It was the character who made the mask scary. Right. Whereas they want to, like, they're basically making the killer in the new series not have to do that work yeah. of making the mask scary. You know what I mean? Speaking like, of, he's just automatically already scary because he's wearing this terrifying yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in the, the original mask. Scream, too, they were people that they knew that were trying to kill them, too. Right. Right, yeah. Spoilers. So, right. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if, you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Scream, don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of having to put in the work, um, Leslie Vernon put in the work. Oh, hey, it's a lot, say, of, it's a lot of cardio, man. <laughs> I actually just rewatched this movie last night. So good. Uh, Behind it's the so Mask. Good. Have you ever seen it, Jay? Mm-hmm. Behind the Mask. Uh, what a fantastic movie. There's some There's there's some people who don't like it. Uh, uh, and, and Wait, who doesn't like it? There's... There's people who don't. I, there's. I hope there are no fans of ours. Some of them might be. If you are a fan of ours and you don't like the movie, that's perfectly fine. I'm we still a, love. I'm you. making a jerk off motion <laughs> right now. No, it was it was it was such a cool movie. It was like a, a totally original sort of idea because, uh, it's it's about this young guy who wants to be the the next great like psycho horror slasher uh, icon. Yeah, yeah. And a documentary crew, like a college age uh, college aged documentary crew, is following after him, and uh, as he's kind of like planning his. I don't think that they thought it was real at first either. You know, right. like they, they're following him around, kind of taking it in jest a little bit, and then right, he's like talking about like his preparations for yeah. like this big night where he comes back and he kills all these teens, and they're just like, oh, so so tell us and how you're gonna do and it. It's funny though too, like it's it's super comedic. funny. Yeah. It's it's you know you know when you know, when like Michael is chasing his his, his 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 victims and he's there and then he's gone and then he's in front of you. 
It's a lot of cardio. You gotta really make it run and look like you're not doing. I, I butchered that line, but like, <laughs> yeah. it's yes, but did. it's funny though. You know, like it's it's yeah. He's like he's like he takes a lot of the trope where he he saws the axe blades or the axe handles in half. So when you swing it once, they break. Right. Or the windows are all nailed down. That's the like, thing. That's the thing is it takes well in this in this movie like the uh, like um, Jason Voorhees, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Charles Lee Ray. Mm-hmm. They're all real people. Like these are all real uh, existing murderers. Yeah, right. And they're part of a they're part of a an industry like a a murder like not a murder but a fear industry. And and he's kind of the next like up and coming guy. You know what I mean? And uh, I have an Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he gets a like a, his Ahab, which his, is uh, Robert England, right? Robert England, yeah. Doc Doc Halloran, who is shout like, out to the guys who uh, correctly identified our fright frame for this week. Oh yeah, didn't take long because nope. Mike that threw was an a easy softball one. after <laughs> that last was an week. Easy one. <laughs> um, so he's basically like the uh, the Loomis, like the Doctor Loomis, yeah, of the of the movie. So they're following him, and 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 it's just going through his preparations, like all the little, uh, all the little tiny details, the nuances. Yeah, and, that yeah. he needs that he needs to put in place in order to get to this one big night, where he reemerges, and goes on a killing spree. Mm-hmm. And it's and uh, once once the third act hits, and they flip that switch though, it goes from like horror comedy to just slasher movie like, well they like, actually like fearful slasher movie like well the that. whole the whole the first the first two uh acts of the movie are shot documentary style yep yeah. yeah. and then they literally cut those documentary cameras and then it turns into a regular slasher which movie genius. which is really cool it's awesome i love it yeah um and uh it does have a cameo by kane hotter it does it does yeah, well, they're they're it's it's a the, there's a part where they're interviewing him about like the old guys, you know, the guys mm-hmm. who kind of paved the way, and he, and uh, and they cut to a, a scene of Elm Street, which is funny because it's Jason Dean yeah. Hodder, yeah, living on Elm Street. They uh, he he's standing outside of a house, and they say, "Hey, can we talk to you for a second? And he turns and goes back into his house, and he walks back into fourteen twenty eight Elm Street. Yeah. Which was Nancy's house <laughs> yep. from the from the original movie, so that's really cool. It's yeah. got all these little Easter egg things like uh, like like that, and it's just it's like for the all horror these fans. Little... That movie was kind of made for yeah, the horror absolutely. fans. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But let's talk about the mask though, because that's what we're here for. Yeah, sure. Um, the 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 pea green like kind of featureless but giant like sunken eyes. Mask. Oh, it's great. Well, it's supposed to look kind of uh, uh, like childlike. Because the story, the story is that he was, uh, he was a young, like, bastard child, who, kind of, was pushed to the, to the brink of insanity by his, uh, by his mother and his stepfather, mm-hmm. and then he he murdered them, and then the townsfolk came and threw him over the the waterfall that was in town. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so he died when he was a young child. So now when he's back, he's wearing like his torn up overalls and and sunken the f- eyes and the, the, I get the, it now. the yep. face. Yep. Like if you look at it, it's I mean it's a creepy mask, mm-hmm. but it's also supposed to look sort of uh, I don't know adole- not adolescent, but what's what's, what's yeah childlike it's, adolescent. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's uh it's supposed to look childlike and yeah. and it like the first time I ever saw the mask before I really uh but, like watch the movie or well that's the thing like i 
the reason I love this movie is I, I really knew nothing about it before I went into it. I think I just saw the cover. And I saw the mask. I was like, that's kind of a corny looking mask. Mm. But then they got into the movie yeah, and they I got into the, the backstory and the stuff. Mask looks great. Well, I love it now. Now that I know the backstory and stuff, mm -hmm. I, I wasn't like a huge fan of it the first time that I ever saw it, though. I, I needed the story to kind of. That movie's kind of funny, too, because around. it makes you think that all these, these, these big, you know, iconic, you know, guys from these slasher movies, because most masked killers are slasher movies, you know. So according to Behind the Mask, all their their backstories are kind of like a cover story, and I'm picturing like Jason taking off his mask and going down to the corner and having a beer and laughing with his buddies, <laughs> like like you know, what I'm saying? it's kind of kind of a weird. Yeah, they really they really talk about it like it's a like he a even, fraternity almost. Well, of he even, like he well, it's a it's a business. Like he even says at some, at one point because he's he's really good friends with a guy a retired guy yeah who is an old slasher icon mm -hmm. and his wife. Who, they're just like this lovely couple, you know. Yep. But they, you know, they'll they'll talk about certain things. Like he'll drop certain words and stuff, and then the uh, the girl who's interviewing him is kind of confused, and he's he's just says, uh, uh, oh, it's it's an industry term that we use to, you know, like yeah, it's just yeah. funny to hear him talk about. The, they really they put they put a weird like the slasher industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really but cool. You can see it, but it's weird. This was uh, Zelda Rubenstein's uh, final role, by the way. Did she die? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, she died in like 2005 oh, no shit. or 2006. It Wait, must when have happened. This, uh, this, oh, sorry. This movie came out in 2006. I think she died in like 2007 or 8. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. If you um, don't know, Zelda Rubenstein is the <laughs> the cute little old lady from Poltergeist. Yeah. This house is cleansed. <laughs> and she's been like in... She was a legend. She's like she Lynn, was, she's yeah. kind of like Lynn Shay. She pops up everywhere. Yeah. The legend in, in the of Zelda. <laughs> I'm surprised um, there's not a documentary about her life that is not called The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> maybe. We should maybe, probably make that. Maybe other than being in these movies, she wasn't that interesting. <laughs> She's kind of a bitch. Um, <laughs> she was a nice lady. Zelda, you fucking bitch. Um, she, walks, she, she walks into like her uh, daughter-in-law's house like, this house looks like a pigsty. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Zelda, go home. Um, um, uh, the Silence of the Lambs has a fantastic <laughs> mascot. It that does. It does. That's actually one that I didn't even think about for this does, episode. Yeah. It, 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 he's not wearing it all the time. However, that You're mask... You're talking about like the... The muzzle. The, the muzzle, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's iconic, though. Even mm -hmm. though he only wears it for a short time in the movie, it mm -hmm. is iconic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's creepy. Well, and not, to mention, evil not to mention and, he ugh. wears another mask in that movie. He does wear another mask. Which is made out of another person's <laughs> face. <laughs> what? Face mask. Face mask. <laughs> I was agreeing with you. <laughs> face mask. Um... um yeah, dude. We keep uh, doing that. How many times have we done that this episode? We're both, where we both go, uh, um, at the same... No, we do, um, in stereo at the same... We need to stop saying, um, so much. I'm going to try to pre-predict when you're going to do it. Um. Now I'm going to do the upper fifth. <laughs> um. <laughs> I didn't know what I was note drinking, you were going sorry. for, but... Uh, what else we got? Let's, uh... Where are we at? We should probably start winding it down pretty soon here. Lightning round. Never. Lightning round. What oh, it's we a missed? lightning round? What have we missed? I don't know. I didn't put together a list, really. Leatherface. We didn't even <clears throat> talk about Leatherface. <clears throat> no, we didn't. And actually, uh, let's He also wears a face of a face. Let's talk about <laughs> Leatherface, and then we'll talk about uh, another movie that I just watched. That... So, lightning round's over. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning, <laughs> lightning rounds. That was a stupid idea, Mike. Uh, Leatherface. Let Let us talk about Leatherface. Let I think. First of all, uh, I think you said a couple episodes ago the remake, like. Great. Yeah, I mean, Loved like you, it. like I think you even said maybe even a little more accessible to people who have never been introduced to Leatherface. Yeah. Which some people might take issue with, but. Keep in mind that the people would, who, would you would you take issue with grabbing me another beer? I wouldn't take an issue with that. Would All you right. like a chestnut head? I would love chestnuts I would, roasting at, on an open. At this fire. point in time, I'll take any kind of head I can get. I'll so, hey, I'll take not what he's having, but I'll have what you're Sarah, having. Sarah Jeff. just gave me the weirdest look. I sure. think she might have ever given me. <laughs> um. So, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw yes. Massacre? Yep. I will say this. There was there was a part in the remake that I I actually laughed. Like, I, you know, I'm not one of those guys who laughs in the theater at murder and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. Uh, she lost her life. She's being murdered. <laughs> uh, but there was a part, like... Well, we did laugh hysterically. Uh, Eddie, what? At uh, Last House on the Left. We were we were one of those people. Oh, my gosh. No, we didn't. <laughs> Um, Eddie Balfour was in the it was in the remake. Okay, and I think he was uh, Jessica Biel's boyfriend, maybe. Lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, and, and there was there was a part where he's he's murdered horribly, and uh, they're still back at the they're still back at the van waiting for help to show up or whatever, and Leatherface shows up. It's the first appearance of Leatherface in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing Eddie Belfour's face, and it looks ridiculous. I, I just remember thinking because like, his, it's, it's a tiny little face stretched over this huge yep. man face, and his little mustache is like stretched out yep. to look like a John Waters mustache almost. Uh-huh. I was just like, that looks stupid, but, uh, but overall that movie was cool. Like I actually, uh, he's Leatherface is one of the characters where humanizing him. I think really works. Like they actually showed him at one point, like sewing one of his masks together. Yeah. In the remake. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. And even cool. that, even that, like, like the the term humanizing, typically you think of as like emotional. Yeah. Uh, physically humanizing though. Like, right. He, like he might be a psychopath, but he still has to do mundane things like sew his faces together. <laughs> you know, like it's kind of a weird thing that you don't really see that. You don't see you know, people I'm, crafting their masks. I'm kind of up see in them. the air as to whether, like, is he really a psychopath or is he just like, he's... That's he's, all he knows. He's kind of like, yeah, he's kind That's of just, all, that, kind of just doing, he's yeah. doing the bidding of his family. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think the rest of his family's crazy as shit. I think sure. he though might be the more confused one that's just doing it because that's what he's accustomed to doing. Well, they even explained it in the. Uh, I didn't see the whole movie, but I saw a good portion of it. It was the. Um, did they do three remakes? Uh well, there is. Uh, the maybe the. There's. The, not it wasn't the beginning. It was. Uh, well, the beginning was a sequel to the remake, and then there was Texas. Uh, then there was Texas Chainsaw 3D. Which think, was the last one to come out? I think it was 3D. Okay, I've not, I have not at, seen and that. And at the end, there's like a bloodline connection between him and one of the would-be uh, oh, victims. Really? They did the bloodline thing? Yes. That's so lame. And then at, so lame. at the end of the movie, <laughs> she ends up kind of like being his caretaker. Ugh. And it kind of makes it, and it, it and it makes it out. It makes him out to be like he's he's basically like a like a child inside of a giant man's body. Yeah. So he just kind of needs somebody around to to take care of him. 
Okay. And that's that's kind of the way, even before that explanation, that's kind of the way I always viewed Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Was he was just, you know, he he didn't he didn't have a, a right mind of his own. Like he just kind of did whatever everybody else told him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't um, know. Is that the same kind of uh, the same way you see it, or sort of? I don't know. I've Yes and no. The, his character changes a lot, though, between the different movies, it yeah, seems it does. like, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of tough to get a, a good grasp on it. Like, uh, I don't know. It's weird because in the first movie, like, the, the family's nuts. The second movie, the family's, like, crazy nuts. You know, like, they, they're, it's a different kind of crazy. Like, it's more comedic crazy. In yeah. the second movie, Chop Top, you know, uh, scratching his chrome dome. And, like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of weird. And then... I actually would love to bring this one up because it's such a, it's such an oddity, weird, strange. I I don't even. It's oddity, weird, and strange. Those are all kind Texas of Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation, with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Oh yeah. The Leatherface in this movie is so bizarre because they basically made him like a like a uh, like a cross dressing Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And like he like his mask has lipstick and looks like a woman and like it's so bizarre that they would take the character in that direction. You know, with though, and with the mask, which being the most prominent part of of his his character. Well, you know, he doesn't really discriminate uh, in the area like who he kills. No, he doesn't discriminate. Like he kills men. He kills men and women just the same. So like, who's not like they kind of like. If he's wearing a woman's face, why but wouldn't even he kind of take on the character of Leatherface in that movie is different though. Like in the Next Generation, he's a giant pussy. Yeah. Yeah, like legitimately, it's like I don't know what they were trying to say, like subconsciously, or right? maybe there's maybe the the the, the writer of this movie had a, a thing against different people. I don't know. Like I I don't know how, what I'm trying to just, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like. Um, Maybe he looked at anybody who didn't fit in his bubble as evil, and maybe that's why he did. I don't know. I'm I'm just conjecture here, but yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to 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 get out, but like, it makes no sense. Like, you have this super strong character in Leatherface, mm-hmm. and then for this third movie or fourth movie rather, you just you you completely change his character. You make him a kind of a pussy. Like, I don't get the point of it. Matthew, like the whole movie, that whole movie is batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely insane, and I don't blame Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger's representation for wanting to, to, to hide that movie for as long as they did. Actually, Renee Zellweger just started talking about it again. She did. Recently. I read the interview. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, point is though, is like, like I don't blame them for hiding it because it was such it's such a bizarre entry, and and they were like funded by the government. What? Yeah, it's you haven't seen it. It's yeah, I'm telling you, it's so. I haven't weird. seen what? What are you talking Texas about? Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation. No, but what the? Oh, oh, you mean like, like the, the family, family is, is funded by yes, the government? Yes, like it's super weird. Like oh. it's so bizarre. I just watched like a year ago. Yeah, actually, um, I don't know if I have seen. I, don't I guarantee think I have. you haven't. I guarantee yeah. you haven't. It, not many people have. Hmm. Um, I'll let you borrow it though. It, it's 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 just bizarre. I don't know. <laughs> and the mask. We're getting the masks. The chain, the the Leatherface mask in this movie is unlike anything. That, Does he wear the female mask most of the yeah. time? Oh, the whole time. Oh, okay. The entire time. That's his character. Oh. In this and movie. I haven't seen it either. So if you guys are curious to check it out, what Mike's talking about, because I have no idea. I'll have to watch it. And It'll you guys be on, have to check it out. 
thebuzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Jay. Yeah. Nice for the assist. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I, I, we can pretty we can start to kind of wrap it up here. But, start to. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So let's just. Uh, well, we kind of already discussed like what our favorite masks are. Yeah. So you gotta. So if you had to be stuck in a room with the lights off and uh, spend the night, oh god, oh god. <laughs> no, 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 no! We already. No! Jay, Jay, we already killed him. We already killed him. Oh, okay, okay. okay this okay. is All James, right. like twenty six at this point. <laughs> no, this is episode seventeen. So this is James eighteen. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, uh, so listen. Uh, there's there's a ton more movies with masked murderers tons, that we can talk tons, about. Tons. Uh, as always, we will probably do a, a 2.0 version of this. At some point. When, this, we, when, uh, we, when we run out of other ideas. <laughs> yeah, if there's another great masked murder that you would like to, like us to talk about, let us know. We'll keep it in mind for the next time we do something like this. You can. Uh, Where should they let us know at? Well, you can let us know on uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Instagram at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Or you can com. you can you can <laughs> not dot com. Just the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can tweet us at tw- tweet us at. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, you can Twitty. tweet us at the Buzzkill piece. The Buzzkill PC. That's the that's the one. You got to be twitting me, Mike. <laughs> Are you twitting me? <laughs> at the Buzzkill PC. That's the one. Or you can find us at the buzzkillpodlist.com. None of us can talk tonight. The, the buzzkillpodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, I don't know if they actually can let us know there. I guess if you're subscribed to us, you can, you can, I leave think a you comment. can comment on there. I don't think anybody really follows us. I think people go to it because there is action on the page. I think people just go to it. <laughs> the, the, action I'm not is, sure. the action is us. <laughs> the action is me checking to see if you actually put it up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to get this one up on time. So um, uh, make, sure, make sure you go check out Ocean Recording Studio and let Jay know that He's so sexy. He's so beloved, and <laughs> tell tell him happy birthday because uh, the the, th- the past thirty one years on this earth have been better because he is here. One more trip around that big old sun, you know. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I think that's kind of coincidence. I don't know. <laughs> and you you can find Jay at uh, Ocean Recording Studio Studio dot com. You can fi- find him on Twitter at. That bomb ass producer. Shit dogs. No, but seriously, you can follow <laughs> Twitter, Instagram at Ocean Recording. So make sure you go check that out. You want to? Uh, you want to win something free? There might be something free coming up in the near future. Oh. Here. We're gonna we're gonna give away a contest right now. If uh, if 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 you we're gonna tweet give away us, a contest. yeah. If you tweet us and uh, and say that you love Jay, we're gonna give you the sweet deal of a fully recorded song. Full price. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that, baby. Yeah, can't beat that. Thanks, Mike. Well, it'll be uh, it'll be the best full price you can give them. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can. <laughs> well, fellas, uh, I think that'll do it for masks. Masks. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and. Wear oh, we didn't talk about the mask. Jim, Jim Carrey. Uh, somebody ne- stop me. <laughs> Next time they call me Cuban Pete. Cheers, boys. The king of that rumba beat.